What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas, and see God Allah, and, all right, Michelle Cochiavelli in the building. We got a new nickname. We in here for the St. Valentine's Day Massacre in the building. The St. Valentine's Massacre Day is here, all right, whatever it is. And, yes, we're doing this for you normies out here, ready to go on your goofy date, get your chocolates. And your teddy bears and your roses and your flowers, all right? Yes, wilted roses. We got it going on, man. Hey, man, this is going to be crazy. We got a great show today. Speaking of crazy, crazy in love or just pure crazy, we're going to blow the lid off of the scary and the unbelievable truth about mental health in America. All right, let me just tell you right now, new, 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 new world order. this is going to be a one-sided bias view, just so you know. And we do have a lot of brothers in here that are from the mental health uh, area. We had uh, a guy named Travis, the therapist. I almost called him Travis, the therapist, but that's kind of how it's spelled out to me. But it's <laughs> Travis, the, th the therapist. Shout out to you. He's a normal contributor. I don't know. I haven't seen him in here for a long time. All right. And we also have the kosher clinician, the kosher clinician. Shout out to him. He's in the sphere. The kosher clinician is here. He's not here, but. He's in the sphere, and he's a black male a man. I'll call him a man. He's an older man. He, he got a milk dud head like me, I believe, and he's got a great beard. Shout out to him. And uh, this is not to be any disrespectful towards anybody who is into mental health therapy or counselors. Not anybody. No, no, no. Now, if your degree is from the University of California at Berserkly, well, let me tell you right now. We're going to get in here because, look, a lot of things that we're being told about this is not accurate. We're going to get into it. Today's show is going to get into it, and I know people are going to be in their feelings. However, I brought the facts with me. Yes, there could be other facts related to this, but I brought the facts, as you know, in here. So anyway, do me a favor. Hit the like button on this stream if you want to know the undisputed truth. And we're going to relate it to women because women are the clients. They are the clientele. All right, as Biggie said, if you ain't got the clientele, say hell no, because they're going to want their money, rain, sleet, hell, snow. All right, follow these rules and you'll have mad bread to break up. If not, 25 years on the wake up. All right, something hit your temple. Watch your frame shake up. Can't take a did you make up. Yes, indeed. <laughs> if she asks your girl at my man, Jacob. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Hershey Hope sniffed the whole <laughs> right. Anyway, I messed it up, man. I wasn't ready to present those lyrics today. But yeah, man, they got the clientele. The doctors got the clientele. And that's how they do it around here. And women are the clientele. Where we got, man? Hey, man, look, do me a favor. Hit the like button. Subscribe to this channel. If you want your voice to be heard just in the live chat, you got to subscribe to these channels. Because the reason why is they don't want me to grow. New, 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 they don't want me to grow up, man. They don't want me to grow up. They want to just keep this channel where it is. The numbers don't move. I put a lot of content out here. Great content. A lot of people find me on the sneak. I'm not just passing through the algorithm. Normies don't find me. They got me shadow banned. 
So you do have to subscribe to let your voice be heard. We ain't just going to let you just sit on the, on your little keyboard warrior trying to throw lasers and darts at me trying to get my attention. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Also, to contribute, to support the show. Yes, there's no super chat capabilities either. Yeah, they really don't want you to know this message. New, and after new, the day, they really don't want you to know this message. By the way, I forgot my wristwatch. Okay, they don't want this. Yeah, we're going we, we gonna to get it right here. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that's pinned to the top of the live chat in the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And also, you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. And that's how we doing it over here. And I want to get to the earlier. Oh, before I get to the earlier contributors to today's show. All right. I want to warn you. Somebody warned me on Locals that there is a ninja out here posing as me, sending you cash app requests for live streams. And I'm going to tell you, man, this is not me. This is not me. I never do any things like this. I don't put my WhatsApp in the comment section. None of these things. I barely visit these places, but this is clearly not me. Somebody has made a cash app, um, uh, made a cash app, and they said dollar sign CGA live, but they have a one where the I would be. And they're saying for, for the Valentine's Day epic, ex, epic stream. Guys, this is not me. I'm telling y'all right now, man, I don't do this. I don't even have a job. I don't even request. All of my funds go to the Baby Mama Terrorist Defense Fund. This isn't even a job. But look at this shit right here. Look at that. See that right there? CGA live with a one instead of an I. You see that, guys? Keep a keen eye out. Keep a keen eye out. Uh, uh, for these things, man, because this is not me. I don't request money. I don't do stuff like that. I don't I don't talk about things in WhatsApp. I don't send you any of these things, man. Uh, people know, man, I, I you might you might call me a grifter, but I don't do shit like that. That's actually crazy. So dudes be I don't know, man, if y'all sent money to them, it wasn't to me. All right. Just so you guys know out there, just be warned. All right. All all I do is receive money and I put it to the baby mama of terrorist defense fund. That's all I do. And then I try to go find jobs. I stand in front of the Home Depot every now and then. I go get applications in person. And if they tell me I got to fill out an application online, I, pro I politely decline. I said, you know what? Not at this time. I don't have a computer. You know what I mean? I want a paper application. Still trying to find a job. <laughs> all right. Instantly, man. This is crazy, man. Be on the lookout. Be aware um, of all of these scams in the name of CGA. Speaking of in the name of CGA. I got the Bible right here, man. And oh boy, I told y'all ninjas last night we was going to get into that Bible. And oh, did I find some fantastic quotes related to masculinity and manhood. And I would like to share some with you if you would like, but we'll do that later on in the show. Adam 16 is 316. Adam 316 is here. And oh yes, Adam's 304 got the prescription for you. And yes, this is the, this says right here, the Holy Bible the King of King CGA version right there. Indeed, this the the King of King version. You you can't see it right there. I'll show you. I'll show you right there. You see that right there? It says King. Yeah, the King of Kings version right there. Yeah. All <laughs> right. That's the holy one right there, and it has the ex, the extra book Adams three sixteen and Adams three o four, and it says, "I just spanked that ass." Indeed, yes, indeed, it says that right there, Pastor Leakin. Somebody says, Pastor, she leaking and Deacon clap cheeks in the bill. All right. We're going to return to the order of man and the order of the good Lord right now. 
And I don't want to hear, no, I misinterpret the scriptures because I know you different sexed in the Christian organization. Y'all got 1850, 5011 interpretations. So mine is right too. All right. Anyway. Mm. And the Lord said, amen. <laughs> Where are we at? All right. Bishop Freak Elite, Deacon Clapcheeks. Here we go. And Pastor Sheleakin. Yes, indeed. We are here. We are here. And I know people are throwing holy oil at the screen, but hey. You in here with the righteous one, baby. You chose me. All right, let me see what we got in here. We already acting a plum fool. Let's get to these super chats. We got Albert Wesker says XX has got more pills than Dr. Mario's Nintendo game. Wow. Shout out to the brothers giving us these names. Pastor She Leakin and Deacon uh, Bishop. What was the other one? Yeah. All right, shout out to, he says, um, guys, uh, we're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about this mental health thing because what I like to do is I like people, I like to paint people in corners. You know what I mean? I like not, not paint them in the corner. I like to let them paint themselves in the corner. All right, when they use something like mental health, and we're seeing way too many people use it as crutches. I called this out years ago. I called this out a decade ago. People use this as a crutch. Um, not all, but a lot of people are. But what I would say is let's start suspending these driver's licenses then. Let's start removing kids from custody of these people. Let's start labeling them not unhealthy and unfit to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's start taking away these government benefits. Yeah. Oh, you can't function in the world? Great. All right. You ain't going to drive either. You know what I mean? Hey, don't let me get on this shit. I'm telling you, don't elect me in here. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yeah, yeah. We ain't going <laughs> to. We ain't going to let y'all just slide through. Oh, well, give me a break. Oh, no, I'm going to give your ass a break, all right. Let's start stripping these damn University of California at berserkly degrees from these people. <laughs> yeah, let's start stripping votes away, too. Oh, you can't vote then. Good, good. Okay, yeah, you ain't you ain't stable. Can't vote. Yeah, they don't want to hear this shit. Look at them. They shuffling already. As soon as I say it, they're shuffling. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Wait, nothing. Your ass can't drive. Can't vote. Can't go to work. No government benefits, nothing until your ass get better. I bet you they get better uh, expeditiously. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, as you guys know, man, when people want to be treated like kids, you can treat them like kids real quick. You can be like, oh, okay, work. Oh, you got a bellyache? Oh, you don't want to eat your Brussels sprouts? Hmm. Soon as they ask for that Kit Kat, you'd be like, oh, no, remember you have a bellyache. They'd be like, oh, my belly, my tummy feel better all of a sudden. All of a sudden, you feel better. Oh, yeah, so you feel better, huh? Now you want that Kit Kat, but you was belly aching about an hour ago when I was making you eat your broccoli. It's the same thing. Yeah, he said they won't care. Good. All right, they won't care. Good. Oh, you can't sue nobody in court either. Oh, don't take nobody to court. You can't sue nobody because you cannot, you are not mentally stable to you're not mentally fit to go through trial. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. They be like, oh, good. Yeah, please get your ass over there. Get your ass and go back to your room and sit your monkey ass down. That's how I do it. I don't play games with people, man. I don't play games, and especially if it's some shit that they're trying to disarm you with. All right, all it is to me, to me, I know the clinicians are going crazy. All it is is them trying to disarm you from uh, raining down and holding people accountable. That's all it is. That's all it is. Nine times out of ten, it's just that. They just trying to disarm you. 
all right, because you're here about the rain on their ass and hold them accountable. Disarm time. <laughs> anyway, yep, we we gonna get it. We gonna get it busy here. I I get to listen. I've I've worked with a lot of people. Soon as they do something, soon as they about to get in trouble, disarm time. And then they try to disarm you. No, 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 you ain't gonna disarm me. Or I'm gonna just watch you go ahead and just wither up in the corner. Go ahead. I'll watch. I'll be sitting there like, go ahead. <laughs> All right, listen, it ain't my life. It ain't my life. It's yours. <laughs> Where we at? Look, people, people gonna be pissed at me when we get done with this stream. Look, let's get to these super chats again. And he says, Albert Wesker says, when I go out now, I've noticed XXs are the most drunk. Well, that's because people are buying them drinks. That's number one. But number two, we're going to touch on alcoholism because sobriety is a big part of my life. Sobriety is a big part of my life. Um, I, I am sober on drugs. I'm, I'm basically CM Punk of this shit. <laughs> I'm the CM Punk. I was, um, what did they call it back in the day when they put the black X on their, um, what did they call it? I can't remember what they called it. But the people were sober. I'm, I'm a sober person like 99% of the time. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, I deal with alcohol very sparingly. Straight edge. Yeah, the straight edge society. Yeah, the straight edge society. Like, I was straight edge. Like, I didn't even need to label it. I've always been straight edged. So, alcohol very sparingly. I mean, sparingly. You know, socially at best. Maybe, maybe at home once in a while. But I'm straight edge. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think a lot of people, and you will find this to be true. A lot of people who do drugs and alcohol, yes, I'm going to tell you about yourself too. They're the ones that are depressed. Have you noticed that? <laughs> Have you noticed that? There's almost a direct correlation between alcohol and drug use and mental health. Mm. Now, when you get down to people that say they depress and anxious and shit, they probably medicated, do drugs, or drink. Mm. Or I'm going to give you another one. Or broke. Mm. Or they're broke. <laughs> like You know what I mean? Like, Or they're an addict to social media. They have some sort of vice. Where they're guilty, they have their they they live with they live with guilt. So anyway, it is, and once you fix them things, you can fix it. Shout out to the straight edge people here, but yeah, women get drunk out here. We're gonna talk about we're gonna look at the statistics of women and alcohol. Then we're gonna combine that with women and mental health. Oh, I mean mental head meds. It's bad. You know they watching me. You know you know new 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 world order. Yeah, pornography too. Somebody says a nice cigar with a glass of scotch and bourbon and wine moderation. Yes, that's that's what I'm that's what I do. All right. Very moderately. All right. Keith Joel MacArthur. Shout out to you. We're going to call you KJM for this point on Deacon Clapcheeks is here. Hey, coach, I am the newest member of the Passport Bros. Completed my application last Friday and I have plans for Cabo Wobble in May and then Bali in October. Get on out there, brothers. I support the Passport Bros. I support you, man, and I've been a supporter. I've been actually one of the originators. In 2018, I wrote in my book, Free Agent Lifestyle, one of the essentials of the free agent lifestyle is get your passport. PW says, happy chocolates and flowers day, everybody. Valentine's Day equals the Super Bowl of simps and gumps, and we have two king simps for Valentine's Day for you to watch. ETC ready to work. Good morning, coach and the coach gang. Happy. Uh, uh, quote, why women deserve less day. <laughs> Happy white women deserve less day. LOL. Shout out to my little brother, Myron G. Shout out to Myron G. E. Brock. Thank you for being here. Rational Rationality says taking my Mastodon to the tractor supply today for a new horseshoe 
a bag of feed in hopes of some feel good of the humanity. All right, CGA for life. Here it is. Oh, the humanity. Rooster Coburn. Worst simp move I've made. I bought and installed a new water heater for a 304 and didn't even clap them cheeks. He says, pathetic behavior. We've all been there for all have simped. Hold on for a second. For all have simped and fallen short of the glory of the free agent lifestyle. Indeed. Yes, they have. New, 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 new world order. For all have simped. He says, it won't ever happen again. Thank you, CGA, for opening my eyes. And we've all done some simpish shit before, and that's we sometimes have to learn by experience. And it's okay. As long as you go to simp rehab, you'll be fine. Who is this? Avid Hiker back in the building. Coffee Fun Salute. Jay Flow. Love my coach and the coach gang. Pause. Get that chocolate in there. Double D Eaton. Pause. He says, let's go, coach gang in here. You know what it is. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. And I haven't even installed my piano, my organ today. And, you know, I was going to get to church in the day, but we'll get in there tomorrow. We'll get in there tomorrow. I'm going to check Venmo and PayPal just to see if there's anybody over there hitting me up. Okay. We got El Jefe says, happy Valentine's Day. We here. No government name. One of my friends is 40 talking about freezing her eggs. It never fails. Feminism always fails i met her when she was 37 the other night she blamed me for wasting the last couple of years of her life and stopping her from kids what hold up for a second it is all jermaine it's always jermaine and he says what about the first 19 years she had from when she was 18 why are they never accountable i have that's great math okay you met her at 37 Stopped her from having kids by using her and discarding her like toilet tissue. Friends with benefits. But she's blaming you. But previously, she had 19 years before you. <laughs> I tell you, man, they need to be under the order and authority of men. All right, last one. We got Sam X. He says, I needed to stop listening to you at my office. Yob almost died quiet sniggling at Adams 304. Yeah, man, be careful, quiet sniggling at your job. You could, you know what I mean? Your your epiglottis can cover your esophagus, and then that'll be a mess. I think I got the anatomy right there, though. But, but your epiglottis can cover your esophagus, leading you to die how Evels Presley died when you're quiet sniggling. So be careful out there. <laughs> Let your sniggles out. All right, somebody says charger. All right, speaking of chargers, San Diego superchargers. Okay, let me check. We do have a couple people. Bear with me. Bear with me over on the PayPal, and we're going to get into the show. We got, uh, you can say my government name. We're going to call you Julian W. He says, what's up, coach? Back in 2015, a friend told me he was going to, he was going Motown. I had no clue what that meant, and he basically told me he was done with women. Me and another friend mocked him. I was 19 then trying to get the box. Now I see the light and he was right all along. Also read the free agent lifestyle book this weekend. Hit me with the, you know what? Indeed, free agent lifestyle for life. Ladies, it is what it is out here. And of course, we will enjoy the junior college and the celibates out here. And ladies, if you do have, if you do find yourself being a celibate, there are some men that will buy a bit. For sure. Shout out to Mr. Ant the Great. Shout out to you and the coach gang. You are not only the king of content, but you are the king of comedy. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, man. The show last night was epic. And those ninja commercials were hilarious with expert commentary from our great coach. 
Can I get a shuffling this early in the morning? Let me read one more and then we will shuffle back into the show. Even Mary J. Blige, even Mary J. Blige was singing about crispy chicken last night. Who's, who called that? Kalen says, what's up, coach? The Super Bowl is going to be in your neck of the woods next year. So are you planning to go to the big game? It is almost definitely. However, it is going to be certain if the Raiders go and every man can dream, huh? All right, let me get into these uh, shuffling and we're going to get the, sto- the show started. Man, I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. As we normally do as well, we honor our gorditas. Oh, yes, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, to honor our gorditas of America. We appreciate you. And it is Tuesday, and this is your day. The question. What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many... Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. (laughs) No, I cannot. Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Okay. My goodness, girl, slow down. Slow down, girl. Shout out to you, though. Gordita. All right, shout out to you and Selena Gomez. Call me up, baby. Don't wait too long. Don't wait too long, Selena. Call me up. I got something for you. All right, let's get to the show right quick. We got, uh, oh, I didn't even roll today's topics, but we're going to roll into it. The king of kings, the king of all simps. Which one of these brothers takes the cake of king of simpism? And we're going to start with, oh, man, let me. I'm going to start with this guy right here. All right, popping up on the screen right here. Let's see, where's the guy? There he is right there. And everybody knows we've all simped and fallen short for the glory. And shout out to this is Red Pill Awareness. Go follow him on the gram. And shout out to all the people fighting the good fight on Instagram. I know it's tough. I'm shadow banned over there too. This is a woman on her. It looks like fake book. It looks like her fake book account. And this might somebody he called him the simp of the century. I'll read the caption to the man who sat patiently in the friend zone for over 25 years, waiting for me to see that he was the one I was looking for all along. 25 years in the friend zone, ladies and gentlemen. And look at this ninja. My goodness, my man. He says that the man that redefined love, of course, and true happiness for me, and I could not love him more. Happy first anniversary, baby. Shout out to this, brother, man. This is... Man, never be that guy. Wow. And that's you. This might be the that's you of the second, the decade. My God. (laughs) And look, he waited all along to get that. He worked all day on that forklift to get this right here. Lord have mercy. He waited 25 years in the friend zone. My God. Gentlemen, do not be this guy. This, This is a bad, this is a bad look. It's a bad look. But he got his queen. And how much did he have to see her getting throttled and ramrodded all on the carousel all year long? (laughs) (laughs) He had to watch her yet. Oh, he is starving. Yeah, that 
that brother's starving. The cleanup man, as our man Dr. Thunder say, you can be a passport bro or a cleanup bro. Talking about cleaning up and mopping the whole nasty oil spill and the chemical spill and the chemical spill too recently. Yeah. New, 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 new world order. He, my man, that's sad. That's sad, man. Shout out to this brother though. It couldn't be me. <laughs> it couldn't be me. All right. Or we have this guy right here. This guy right here. Uh, let's go ahead and pop him up on the screen. It could he possibly be the king of simps? All right. Let's go ahead and see if we can pop him up on the screen. All right. So this is a brother here. It says on the caption, 33-year-old who spent over $30,000 on a female prison inmate gets played on TV after her first day out. All right. This is part one, but I don't know if there's a part two. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Fair use. Be the first time. I'm going to be able to see Nikki in the free world. Nicole is the love of my life. She's been in prison for four years, and I ain't had sex in a year and a half. Hey, babe. Bring that ass here, girl. <laughs> oh, how much money have you spent on her in a year and a half? 20, 30 grand. Oh, the humanity. My man spent twenty dollars or $30,000 on a female prisoner, prisoner in the last three years. And he hasn't had sex. He's been celibate for 18 months, I believe. He said a year and a half, waiting for her to get out. All right, so that doesn't end the story. There's more to this. Look at this mama. And mothers, you have yourself to blame because I'm going to guarantee that she's a single mother. Now, I know when we talk about single mothers, the one single mother that had their kid and raised their, their daughter up to go to Harvard or Yale always comes in. This is not true. I raised my son up and he went to Harvard. Well, you're one in a million. You're the, you beat the statistics. But this is a single mother raised ma man and this is your fault. Yeah, it is your fault. It ain't the daddy fault. Let's get into it. This is all mine. <laughs> Ready to roll, baby. I got $1,000 in my bra right now. Is that Deontay? Come on, man. Can we just spell names normal? Is it Dante or Deontay? What, what in the hell is that? What is that? And Nicole got two L's. Like, what the hell, man? These two people are meant for each other. And, of course, niggas always gotta show they Indeed. Indeed. Hey, bye -bye to that place. Say goodbye to your home away from home, right? I ain't never back here. Yeah. Never. I got out of prison this morning, and Deontay's dropping me off at my mom's. Niggas always gotta show they it feels like a dream, like I'm waiting to wake up. I cannot believe I'm in the car right now. You're going so fast. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. I'm only going 45. Oh, this is crazy. Damn. Prison. So listen, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you look in the bag and see what else I got for This whole bag? Yeah, the whole She jumped out of prison looking like Master Splinter and this dude already. Niggas always got to show they teeth. Okay. Oh, my yes, gosh. Sir. Look at these watches. Yes, sir. Baby. Oh, a watch? Oh, I know that was expensive. Yeah, money ain't no object when it comes to you. That's what I like to hear. This ninja got a whole bunch of teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. My man teeth just, he can't even close his mouth, his teeth all the way out. What is this? You got me lingerie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you want me to do with this? What you think? 
Uh-oh. That's what I want you to do with that. I'm going to put it on, but... Uh-oh. what? Because you can look, but you can't touch. I'm sorry. Wait, hold up, hold up. You said what? Wait. You said, wait a minute. Let me, wait, 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 wait. You said, I could look, but I can't touch. Did she hit him with the rejection sexually after he didn't spend $30,000 on this bitch? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. $30,000. My man could have went ham on seeking arrangements. My man could have went ham. <laughs> he gave her $1,000 to his her bra when she got out and a ride from the from the pen. And this ninja said, you going to be able to look, but don't touch. <laughs> Let's get back to it. <laughs> now, look at his simp face, my man. Niggas always got to show they teeth. Oh, my gosh. Uh, don't do that. Don't, don't even do that. What? I'm touching all that. Hell yeah. I told you how I feel about that. I told you that I, I have anxiety. I just got out of prison, and I don't want to be touched all over. Yo, did she say anxiety? I'm going to tell you guys, they use this shit as a crutch to do what? Avoid dodge accountability. Oh, well, I just have anxiety. Well, that's your problem. Well, no, no, no. That's your problem. Because you're going to be walking from wherever the hell we at. Get out. Before I got out, Deontay planned on having sex right away. I told him not to rush it. So I don't know why he's acting like so surprised. We're not even allowed to hug in prison. I have not been touched in four years. That makes me uncomfortable. You ain't been touched in four years. No, I haven't. By nobody. By nobody. I don't think so. I haven't so. had sex in a year and a half in order to maintain my loyalty and be faithful to Nicole. <sighs> my man. Dude, there are men. This is why we do what we do. Ladies, I know you're watching us and you're thinking you're just this and you're a Neanderthal and you want it to be 1950. No, 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 no. We're here for dudes. We're here for dudes to not get played by the likes of these females. Now, she's saying she did tell him. Now, I don't know. It sounds like they had a conversation about this and he just was misaligned. He just misheard her. He must thought she's she she couldn't certainly turn me down after getting her out of prison. He must have been misled by his lust. Yeah, he fell out of love. But this guy right here, this takes the cake. He continued to press forward, and he thought he was going to run game or put money on her, whatever it is, and guys end up losing like this. And this is his fault. Let's just call it. It's not her fault at all. She used him and played him. We're going to get to some usury that women do out here. But he lost. As far as Nicole having sex, I'm not sure what she did in there. But I think that since me and Nicole have been dating, she has not seen anybody else other than me. I'm going to hit the jackpot. You're spoiling me today. <laughs> she said, you spoiling me. <laughs> I didn't hit the jackpot. You're spoiling me today. Wow, guys. They could actually be going through life saying, spoil me and give you nothing in return. And they are certainly happy to do so. Wow. I'll spoil you every day. This is a woman I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with. So oh, Jesus. I can wait another day to be intimate with her. A day. Why don't you look at me in the bra? 
Oh my goodness, man. I tell you, brothers. Wait. Oh, the humanity. My gosh. So, um, out of those two men, out of those two men, one of them has to be the king of all sims for the day. One of these brothers takes the cake, and I think it's that goofy-ass teeth-showing ninja. I won't put a poll up because it's too early in the show. All right, let me get to the next one right here. This is crazy, guys. There's a lot of weak men out here. And by the way, the Bible does tell you to not be in weakness as a man, and we'll show you that potentially a little bit later. Um, Is this the reality of marriage? Let's go ahead and show you a couple of things here. I showed this cartoon before. I think this is probably family guy probably family guy and i'm taking a risk here showing and sharing you this and of course the comment section is full of what shaming language and all of that shit let's go ahead and play it this is what happens after marriage thanks everyone goodbye mom goodbye dad goodbye friends goodbye free time farewell sex so long golf on tv i'll miss you privacy goodbye being honest about how many beers i've had nice knowing you my own choices see you later money all right so there you go right there cartoon variety entertainment and um this is kind of normie view of marriage a lot of guys know that it's over everybody knows when they walk the woman down the aisle everything they enjoyed is going to be gone it is i mean it just is i know people don't normally see it that way and of course the comment section is full of people that are kind of trying to defend it the way married people defend it and it says right here only true if you allow it to happen. Oh, it's only true if you allow it to happen. Oh, if you hold masculine frame, it certainly won't happen. Here's a, a person says right here. Sounds like everyone married wrong. LOL. It always follows the LOL. Sounds like you were the one wrong. Everybody else. I married right. Ha ha ha. I'm surprised there weren't two smile emojis or laughing emojis following that. Sounds like everyone else married wrong. LOL. This is how this is what it sounds like. <laughs> Sorry, your life sucks, guys. Maybe make a better decision. Maybe just choose the right person. Just choose better. Yeah, oh, you sorry. Not everyone else did wrong. LOL. Sorry, your life sucks, chicken bark. <laughs> Here it is. Depends on the person. Ah, you know, 50-50. Depends. It's true. Kind of depends. I don't know. Someone says pretty spot on. Somebody says marriage is exactly this and not worth it unless you really want a kid. All right. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find another chicken bock. Chicken bock. Uh, I like, we have a lot of support. <laughs> this guy's right here. There goes another man slitting his throat. Depends on your better half. Oh, it depends. Okay. What does it depend on? Well, it depends on the one you choose. You know, choose better. Mm. <laughs> well, basically this. <laughs> I have no solutions for you. Just pick better. All right. That's 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 the normie response to these things when you hit them over the head with the truth. Speaking of the truth, there's a gentleman on Instagram. I got a lot to share with you guys today, so I'm breezing through it. Gentleman on Instagram called the Gaming Mixologist. Shout out to him. Go give him a like. He's going to talk about the truth about Mario Brothers. Everybody's played the Super Mario NES game, and he seems to be an, an NES aficionado. He's going to tell you what the truth is about Mario, and I'll let him explain it. <laughs> 
Here's a fun fact about the original Super Mario Brothers. If you play Super Mario Brothers backwards, the game becomes the story of a man who leaves his woman and his life gets progressively easier. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and he got the dog sniggling. He got the dog sniggling out there. But I will give him this. This is quite accurate. Indeed. Yeah. It's actually true. That's actually one of the premises, the premises of the free agent lifestyle. Life gets easier when you leave your girl. You know what I mean? It just gets easier. It is what it is. I know people don't want to deal with it, but the truth is the truth. All right. If you play it in reverse, you leave it's a story about. Yes, I, I'm going to let him say it. He says it a lot better than me with the dogs niggling down there. Here's a fun fact about the original Super Mario Brothers. If you play Super Mario Brothers backwards, the game becomes the story of a man who leaves his woman and his life gets progressively easier. Oh, man. Hey, you can't. Hey, listen, can you deny this truth? I know, man. People be hating on relationships today on the St. Valentine's Day massacre of CGA. All right. We got Hey, when sorority Kaylee's attack. We have four sorority sisters from the san diego state university one of the biggest stock campuses in america if you didn't know and look at these flatbacks all right and when when flatbacks act what does she got on she's wearing lingerie draws all out in the public bro now listen i'm not complaining because i would rail indeed i would defile that flatback but she's literally wearing lingerie out <laughs> i mean and then all of the other guys are perverts right you're a pervert if you look now, what's going to happen is these girls, you're going to catch them behaving badly. And it's very rarely that you can catch Kaylee's behaving badly. As such, we're so willing to share sisters acting despicable in public. But Kaylee's know in public that they cannot. They cannot act stupid or get caught acting stupid because they have the divine feminine. They have the angel. Um, they have the angel premise to uphold. Now, this girl's got caught. They got caught acting silly. And let me tell you, Kaylee's be acting like this, bro. Suburban Kaylee's be acting like this. So these are four sorority girls, and uh, they're going to mess around with Hector in his damn food cart here. Hector's trying to work hard. Let's go ahead and roll the film. This girl's eating off the cart. He's gonna lick the food. Look at that flat back right there. And they literally wearing lingerie. They're wearing lingerie. They're literally look. I don't want to hear no bullshit. These girls are wearing lingerie in public. All right, that's literally like a damn near a corset. I don't. That's San Diego State University. Here we go. She's gonna lick food and put it back on the cart. There it is, nasty. And she probably kissed her dog all on the lips and fornicated with her dog. She probably had a whole session with her dog on her lips and a whole chat. And she done put that shit back on the cart. These are their social media handles. They go to San Diego State University and they're a part of the San Diego Gamma Delta sorority. Let's find them and hold them accountable. Yeah, they're not going to get held accountable. They're going to say it's that man's fault. Now, let me show you a couple of things real quick. Yeah, false alligator incoming. Let me show you a couple of things about what's going on here. Guys, I tell you about this. This is why people be like, oh, black women this, black women that. I'll be like, no, all women that, all women this. 
all women at. All right. They're all capable of doing it. Just some people just not don't have uh, spatial awareness. Typically, minorities don't care. They they snap out and they don't care who's recording them. But I'm going to show you something on this clip. The Kaylee in the red lingerie. Is going to act stupid, but watch the little Mexican girl here. This little girl right here. She's going to pull the red lingerie girl to the side and then she's going to tell her you're being recorded and then her behavior is going to change based on that. Watch this. Now that Kaylee is speaking how she normally speaks and suburban white girls do this when they don't know nobody. This is when you marry them and you get into a relationship with them and they get behind closed doors. That's how they talk. But in public, they'd be like, oh, I'm just so innocent and pure and I, I'm an angel. I would never do. But when they get behind closed door, that's how they be talking to you. Now, watch this. Now, watch this. She threw whatever she threw back on his food cart. Uh, I'm going to show you right here. Right here. You see right here? This girl's trying to play the, the uh, virtuous. She's not doing anything wrong, despite that I just saw her doing something wrong. I just saw her doing something wrong. She's trying to explain out. Now, look. This girl, who is the, the odd person out, she don't even match these three. She just had to buy her friendship in the sorority. She pulls her to the side and lets her know these people over here are recording. Take a look. You see this? See that right there? She pulled her to the side. Hey, they're recording you on the other side. Chill. And you see her look? You see that? Watch her behavior slightly change. Not doing anything. You see that? Now she's not acting up. She said what she said. Now she's not acting up. So now she changed her behavior based on who was watching. I see this shit all the time. Caught her. And the one girl that was visible, probably the poorest one in the sorority, had to check, the, check her behavior. Now the other girls didn't know, and this girl was not aware anymore, and she started to continue to act up. Now, if this one. It's just so funny, guys. You guys got to watch out for this behavior. This is one of the reasons I don't pedestalize race. I don't say, now, listen, I have a preference, and I will clap them flatbacks. Crazy, crazy. But I don't come in here and say one race of women's behavior is worse than the other. It's just about how they display it. Some women are good at hiding it. Some women are good at being um, uh, uh, acting like it didn't happen. Some women are good at blaming. And some women are outright just, just terrorists out here. Okay. But I see that behavior all the time with suburban girls and sorority girls and college girls. Those same girls be partying, drinking, smoking weed, get, doing lines, dropping head meds. And those are the girls that will claim they be assaulting. They'll be an assaulted. They're going to play a victim one day. They're going to get into a party. Those, are, By the way, San Diego State was the same school that had that one girl come from high school into a college party, get throttled by several men, and then tried to rat the guys out. And they dropped the charges, right? They dropped the charges. So this is typically what goes on. This is why you can't believe some of the stuff that you see out here or you hear until you have the evidence. And they're dangerous to deal with, guys. They're dangerous to deal with. And, and when they're younger, they play these games, and they rarely mature when they get older. They just get smarter and, and manipulate you, and then they catch you at home. Them girls will catch their husbands at home and their boyfriends, all kind of emotional games, all kind of manipulation, 
all kind of victimhood, all kind of bullshit. This is what we call out, and we call this out not to rat on women. We call it out to protect you men. All right, let's get to the Super Chats. Yep, Ninja, Ninja, Ninja. They're going to blame Hector, and Hector just trying to cook hot dogs. And then they acted up and did those despicable things. All right, we're going to get to usury. Society conditioning men to be useful idiots, usury and manipulation. But before we do, let's get some Super Chats caught up. We got... We got Malik Brand, coach. I'm living in Lansing right now next to Michigan State. I was filming a video for the campus a day before the shooting, counting my blessings. Stay safe out there. Um, I don't have all the details, but I heard Michigan State. Uh, a couple of people lost their lives. At least one did as far as uh, I heard. So blessings that you weren't there yesterday. You were there the day before, and you're still a free agent and alive. Shout out to you. Deshaun Rose, yes, amen, coach. I can't wait to hear what the scripture, CGA versus 304, verse 304 has to say, but just got through watching your rich get richer, poor get poorer video, and it's fire too. Shout out to you. Thanks for checking out the blue chip mindset. Simon Small, he gives me a coffee. Thank you, brother. Original coach gang member. Coach gang all day, air day, stay single, stay debt-free, well-traveled, get your credit score above 700. Keep living the free agent lifestyle. I will be in Istanbul in a month spreading coach's word. Shout out to him. He's really living the free agent lifestyle. Wait, plain Eddie. Well, he says, Scorpion King paying dues in two weeks. I'm two weeks behind on streams, catching up. Shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Well, we have all simped. Known unknown, unstable as water. You cannot excel. He says, uh, for a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. An unstable man. Uh, wait, a double-minded man. A double-minded man. Hmm. Is that a scripture? Sounds like a scripture. So three people did. All right, three people did. Wow. Albert Wesker says Michael Irvin lost a bag for talking to some XX. Meanwhile, Kaylee's are out here harassing street vendors and won't even get a slap on the wrist. They should be held accountable, and hopefully people do see their social medias and can report them to San Diego State. And so Mike Irvin did lose a bag, and, I, and there are, have been some men that come out to, in defense of Michael Irvin saying that he did nothing wrong. And, and allegedly, it was, I showed the video, allegedly those weren't the women who made the charges. What they're saying was there was a hotel worker that came out and had a brief conversation with Michael Irvin that had nothing being despicable. So it appears that the hotel worker was the one. And that's why he filed a $100 million lawsuit against the hotel. And I hope he wins. I hope he wins. Double A in the building. He says, the Bible says Proverbs 20, 1 and 9, better to live in the corner of a roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife, free agent lifestyle for life. The Bible shall set you free. And we're going to use the Bible to set y'all free. And the lukewarm Christians are going to be irate. But you shouldn't be because this is from the word of the Lord God himself. Shout out to you brothers out there. We got Juan Primera says Kaylee's kitty is reserved for Pookie and Ray Ray. Not you. And, and that's you. And they like it. And then they say, oh, I chose all the right, the wrong men. These all men are assholes and all this stuff. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. I'm trying to log in. My PayPal got logged out. Let me see. No puzzles, please. No puzzles. Please. Okay, we know we have no puzzles. We have four brothers in here that have donated. And let me see if I can say the government name. 
He says, remember Jack? Went to the Jack Shack, pay for plate, protect your seed. Shout out to Tony. All right. Get to that Jack Shack if you need one, man. Sometimes, you know, all you need is a little, get that venom out. I know people don't, and I don't tell people, well, you know, uh, what, what, what did they call it? What do they call it? Uh, seminal retention. And they'd be like, oh, there's another word for it. There's another word for it. Listen, I, I don't take any sides on either side. I know the power of doing it and all that stuff. You do what you want to do. You do what you want to do out here. What do they call it? No fat. Yeah, no fat monsters out here. I don't lean either way. You know what I mean? Like, do what you got to do with your salami. I ain't going to tell you what to do. But do what you want to do. What you want is peace, quiet, and freedom. All right? That's what you want. Okay? But just don't make things addicting. Right? Shout out to Matt Racing. Matt Will... Wait, is it Matt Wilson? Matt Wilson Racing. Shout out to you. He says, listen up, boys. Treat yourself for Valentine's Day. Whatever or where, whatever you're going to spend on that female, invest half and spend the rest on yourself. Free agent lifestyle for life. Right, free agent lifestyle for life. We just don't want you to be out here simping, right? Don't be out here simping. Most of the time, let's just be honest. Thank you for sharing that, Matt. You're just lustful. You're just a lusting. You're lusting right now. You're lusting. It is just lust. You're not in love. You just wanna. You just wanna. You just wanna spill some seed. That's that's what it is. You just wanna spill some seed. Exercise that prostate. You just want to spill seed. And what you're going to do is you're going to do all kind of stupid shit just to spill some seed. Let's just be honest, guys. Let's just be honest. You just want to ski on somebody's back. You don't love no girls. You're not, you're not in love. You don't, you're not missing. You're not lonely. You're not lonely. And you'll find out. You'll find out. I don't encourage people to do this as a, as a cons constant. Right. This isn't a constant prescription, but when you find yourself lonely and you find yourself about to date a mastodon, you might want to fornicate with her or you think you want to get into a relationship. Go rub one out. Rub one out. Now, don't do this as a constant. This is not a prescription. This is something that you will just you have to realize over time. Rub it out. And then in an hour or about 20 minutes, let's see if you still want to get out there. Let's see if you still want to go to that bar or that nightclub. Let's see if you still want to go swipe on Tinder. Let's see if you still want to go out there and bang that varicose vein 50-year-old woman that told you to come over. Let's see if you still want a relationship. I guarantee you that shit is going to probably decrease significantly. Like that desire is going to go run right out the, right out the building. Now, once you figure this out, you can you can figure it out. You can go, okay, I see that's what I wanted. That's all I wanted. That's all you wanted. You just want to get that venom out. That venom is this thing, but it works all the time. It works every time. Just clear your mind because you got all that venom in your, in your mind, clouding your judgment. Rub one out. I bet you you go back to going. You'll be back in the wood shop. You'll be at, back in the wood shop sanding down wood like, God damn. Wow, I can finally think now. You be in there in your car engine cranking that shit out. <laughs> you be back to doing something that you wanted to do. Wow, oh, shit. All right. What was I doing? It's about to waste five hours. <laughs> it's about to waste. You be like, oh, huh? Oh, ho, I'm back to work. 
I'm telling you, that shit works every time. Now, when you find it out and you accept it, that that's what it is, you're lustful, you will become a monster out here and not in your pants, for real. You'll become a monster out here because you will stop doing reckless shit. Wasted hours doing that, trying to get that same nut you just got. Then you done begged and you done tried to pet her and talk, try to touch on her, try to touch her leg and trying to break the, the touch barrier and running game, try not to say the right thing. Your whole clarity and focus is off. And she get, man, get that venom out. Be, get your ass back to work. You'll start reading books and shit. You'll be like, <laughs> All right. Anyway, man. Yeah, you done pay for dinner. Y'all be trying to fool yourself. You can't fool me, man. I've been a, I've been, I've been a man for a long time. Most of it is just you just trying to get enough. That's all. You want to go to the junior college, have you a couple of junior college girls on deck. Come on through real quick. She come through. She be there. She drop her textbook. She take her glasses off. She take the pencil out of her hair. Let her hair fall. She gets over there. You back at you. You, know, you go home and you throw her the money that you were going to waste dating. The money you were going to waste dating or the money you were going to waste in your friends with benefits. Friends with benefits is free, coach. No, it is not. No, it's not. Y'all need to be fooling yourselves out here. Friends with benefits is not free. Okay, you got to maintain that relationship and then make sure she don't encroach and come over the line, catch feelings. You don't encroach and catch feelings. She don't get pregnant. She, you find out she clapping another dude's cheek, you know, another dude clapping her cheeks and you're like, hey, what's going on here? And not only that, Friends with benefits is off and on. That shit is an off and on relationship. Women only stick around for so long. You're not going to have like a five-year friends with benefits. Very rare. It's going to be like three months on, eight months off, three months on, four months off, three months. You can't depend on that shit. It ain't free. Somebody encroaches, catches feelings. The other person pushes back. Then all of a sudden you be like, let's take a break. You guys go date. Waste money, come back, friends with benefits, hook up. Man, come on, man. Stop fooling yourselves out here. Where are we at? Kevin W. says, regarding the simp of simps, I think the guy came back on the show simping for another jailbird. Wow. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. Shout out to you, man. Man, that put, guys are down bad. So, uh, guys, man, we tell the truth out here. We don't want y'all to mislead yourself. And there's STIs. She can get knocked up. Did I say knocked up? She can get knocked up. She finds out you're sleeping with another girl. People catch feelings. They'd be like, oh, you got another girl you're sleeping with? Well, I'm not going to sleep with you no more. Or, guys, you guys are culprits to this as well. You got a friends with benefits. And if you find out another dude hitting that girl, you're going to be in your feelings, too. You're going to be in your feelings. You're going to be like, what, what? You got other dudes clapping it? And yes. Oh, did I mention this? Friends with benefits do not let men do not and do not suggest that men wear condoms. You be following up another dude. Oh, guys, if you had a friends with benefits, it is highly unlikely you were sharing seed. You were sharing the same cavity that had his seed deposited in her body. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You was using viscosity. You were using viscosity and friction on with another man's seed in her body. Oh, mm. 
Do we want to talk about that? Do we want to talk about that? Yes. You were swapping DNA with another man. You was dick. We don't want to talk about that, huh? See, y'all be talking about it's free. Friends with benefits is free. I get it for free. Oh, you sharing, bro. That's like sharing another man's plate. You sharing this plate. She come over, y'all both ninjas eating off the same plate. Can I get a little bit of that? Uh-huh. Can I get a little bat? You want to lick that first? Lick that first, homie. And I'll lick it next. Mm. <laughs> All right. But y'all don't want to talk. Y'all want to talk real? We want to talk the real. If you have a woman that is willing to be friends with benefits with you, she's certainly willing to be it with other men and vice versa. You too. Y'all don't want to talk. See, y'all don't want to talk. Y'all don't want to talk. Y'all don't want to hear. Oh, I get it for free. Yeah, yeah. You getting you getting another man's seed all over your salami for free too, sir. Mm. <laughs> all right. Deacon clap sheets. He says, we formally invite the Reverend C.G. Adams. <laughs> That's true. To be keynote speaker at our annual men's retreat. Our topics this year is cuff thy balls. Crispy chicken will be provided. Sincerely, Deacon Clapsheets and the Straggle Daggle Tabernacle. Thank you, brother C.G. Adams in the building. That's You got to use your first initial and middle initial. You do. You do. All right, I got to get back to the show. I'm going to, I promise, I will catch up to the rest of them. Here it is. Somebody said, but she took a shower. She took a shower. And she did she use mouthwash? Hey, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. I don't care what she did. She could have whole had a whole summer's eve all the way up there. It doesn't get rid of seed. This is why doing jumping jacks and going to the bathroom does not prevent pregnancy. You can still get pregnant if the time is right. However, I'm going to give you an anatomy lesson. I'm going to give you an anatomy lesson. Just like Kobe Bryant, Bryant's alleged victim took a shower too, right? Yeah. And was found with three men's DNA in her panties that were not Kobe's and not her boyfriend's. Oh, Anatomy lesson, anatomy lesson. Do you guys know that the design of your phallic, the design of your anatomy down below the belt, your salami is designed specifically over evolutionary periods to dig out other men's DNA that might reside in the woman that you're fornicating with. I'll wait, hold up. I want you to think about this. The design of your thing is designed. Everybody knows there's kind of a little helmet area that acts as a scooper to withdraw potential sperm that you could compete against yours. I want you to think about this. I don't I can't put it up on the screen here, but I might be able to pass it because this is an education. This is education. But everybody knows the helmet at the top is a shovel that every time you thrust, some of you only thrust for 2.5 times, five shove. Every time you thrust, you push, you pull out potentially other men's DNA that remains. Yes, the mushroom, the head. Now, why would evolution? Because if you look at other animal kingdoms, not that I've looked, it's not shaped like that. Other animal kingdoms, there's no head. There's no, there's no helmet. They don't care about competitive sperm because it doesn't matter to them. 
For human beings, it matters. For lions, it probably matters. I, it matters for us. So it's designed as you're pushing to pull, you pull out other men's competitive jabs. You know what I mean? This is called survival of the fittest. Why would evolution design it that way? Why would over years it design itself like that? And yes, evolution, we've been here for a long time. Why would it do that? Well, the premise is simple. The likelihood of another man's DNA being inside of that cavity is high. And it has been high. And for men, ensuring that that, that baby's delivered is yours is exceptionally high. Like the cost is, is high. You don't want to be raising another man's child. So you want to know competitively in every single way that that child is yours. Yeah, you want to know if you're the pappy. I'm the pappy. So I'm telling you guys, you guys have been miseducated as to why things are the way they are. And I'm here to teach you. I got to be careful of how I say things. Yes. But look it up yourself if you want to confirm what I'm talking about. Competition is stiff in the survival of the fittest. And not only that, women are willing to share their space with other men. <laughs> yeah, it's the male scooper. Here it is, guys. Go check it yourself. This is the best edutainment here on YouTube, you know? New, 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 new world order. Mm. Getting into it right here. <laughs> it says right here, societies are conditioning men to be useful idiots. And a lot of men pride themselves on being useful idiots. Let's let this sister tell it. And what she's seeing from the current marketplace, shout out to this sister here. And who am I sharing here? I don't know. Go give her a like on her, uh, her video as well. It says, women tell the real truth about women's expectations from men. Let's go ahead and let her sing it. Are men hurt by? Y'all don't want men. Y'all don't want guys. Y'all want play toys. Y'all want shit to play with on your time. Y'all want a machine that works for you. Y'all want a father figure, someone who takes care of all your shit so that you don't have responsibility, so that you don't take accountability, so that you don't have to grow up. You don't want a relationship, nor do you want a man. You want to be worshipped 24-7. You want to take, 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 and not give, give, give anything. That's what guys are upset about. The fact that a lot of us just want to use them. Play with their emotions. Treat them like fucking pawns. Only be with them if they can give you some material shit. You're making it seem like we're leveling up. You're making it seem like we're leveling up. We're bossing up and they're intimidated by it. Some guys are. But most of them, they're not intimidated by shit. They're annoyed. And they're tired of it. Woo! Let me just give her a... Shout out to that sister. And um, I just want to tell her... She's invited to the Reverend C.G. Adams's church anytime she wants to be here. I have some things to show her. All right, but let's stay on the topic here and not get distracted. This has been what men have been saying for a long time, and it's not that it, it now it's true to us, but it may not be true to other people. They may not see it as this, and a lot of men are seeing this, and thus they will say, you're annoyed, you're you're intimidated by me, you can't handle me, you're intimidated by my career and my degrees, and it is simply not that, and it's sad that people can't say, no, we're annoyed by this bullshit, because when you say that, you're also saying, um, you're also saying you want equality, and then saying, but men should stay in their traditional roles and pay for dates. I don't subscribe to that philosophy. I don't mind paying for things, but I can't remain in my traditional roles while you rebuke gender roles for your side. 
-hmm. We're not going to play that game or that type of manipulation. And men have figured it out. They've gone free agent. They've gone MGTOW. They've gone their own way. They've gone monk. They've gone passport, bro. I mean, you, you just go, they, they continue to run game and manipulate women. And women are out here and men are somewhat frustrated, but women are the ones vocalizing their frustration all by saying, I need to level up. Um, I can use this man as a launching pad to the next man. He needs to make six figures. Uh, it's kind of getting ridiculous and it's beyond ridiculous at this point. And now even women are calling this out. Shout out to this woman that they're probably calling a pick me, but this is the state of relationships today and nobody can deny it. Play it again. Tell it again, sister. What standards are men hurt by? Y'all don't want men. Y'all don't want guys. Y'all want play toys. Y'all want shit to play with on your time. Y'all want a machine that works for you. Y'all want a father figure, someone who takes care of all your shit so that you don't have responsibility, so that you don't take accountability, so that you don't have to grow up. You don't want a relationship, nor do you want a man. You want to be worshipped 24-7. You want to take, 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 and not give, give, give anything. That's what guys are upset about. The fact that a lot of us just want to use them, play with their emotions, treat them like fucking pawns, only be with them if they can give you some material shit. You're making it seem like we're leveling up. You're making it seem like we're leveling up. We're bossing up and they're intimidated by it. Some guys are, but most of them, they're not intimidated by shit. They're annoyed and they're tired of it. Shout out to her for there. She's speaking a lot of truth there and I support the truth that she's speaking. And by the way, we're going to show you evidence as such. Remember this woman right here. We're going to show you this clip. Somebody has dug off and unearthed a clip from her that shows you who she really is. The potential girl. We'll show you a little bit right here. You know, one thing I could never relate to is how people enter relationships because they feel like the person has potential. They're going to be working their way up and being big one day. Let me tell you one thing about me. I ain't no damn ride or die. Oh, no. If you're working your way up, let me know when you make it, okay? Because I'm not trying to struggle with somebody and go through the mud. I'll meet you at the end. Let's, let's exchange numbers when you're the CEO, okay? Potential? And out of that, my heart, yani, it just vibes with what's happening now, you know? Potential, but out of. Now, truth be told, we know what happened to her, what became of the potential girl. She's a comedian and she married this ultra rich black man. Shout out to the ultra rich black man, real estate investor and whatnot. He actually said, yes, I got to do it. You know what I mean? He said, she's not a single mother. She married this guy. She got him. She got him. She says she basically went down there and she showed her love. She played her role and she got him and she got the wedding she wanted. She basically said, yep, sign right here. And I got something for you. Got him. Got his ass. All right. So that's what became of her. Now, somebody has unearthed a video of her prior to catching him. And let's go ahead and bold the film right here. This was her prior to um, her marriage in the securing last year. I think they got married last October. And I don't think they knew each other more than six months. Guys, that is a fatal mistake. Do not make that mistake. Okay, so here she is here with the filter on her face. This is something that right here, July 2020, the year 2020, before she met him and right when she recorded the potential video. I want you to listen to what she says here. Am I sharing the right screen? Let me see if I can make sure I share the audio before you guys say no audio. 
Ah, there we go. Listen to this, guys. Hold on for a second. Let me refresh it. Make sure we got it at the beginning. This is her. If my future husband, the love of my life, has zero in the bank and I have a thousand, then we both have zero because I'm hiding my shit. <laughs> wow. What about love? There's a love. Love is in the air. Love is in the air, man. Oh, boy, she thinks that's funny right there, man. But I tell you, boy, she really got her. <laughs> she really got her a good simp, didn't she? She caught his ass, man. If my future husband, the love of my life, has zero in the bank and I have a thousand, then we both have zero because I'm hiding my shit. <laughs> Wow, see, you know, this this reeks of usury, ladies and gentlemen. Like the sister said previous, that chocolatey fine little thing that, that was there with that curly hair. That's usury. Like this wouldn't be like this would be synonymous to a guy like, look, I'm only screwing you and discarding you like toilet tissue. That's what we do to these hoes. All right, pump them and dump them. All right. That's the same thing. Just use them. Use the hoes. Like I don't subscribe to that. I will compensate you for a a, a for for a dismissal a proper dismissal i will give you a parting gift on the way out meaning don't bother me no more but this is the usury that we're seeing out here and a lot of people find it humorous that this usury is going on and she thinks oh, this is cute okay and this is why we tell you guys they'll play a role to get married but once the marriage is there the divorce is already planned right there she got what she did she played her role she got the guy the richest the no potential guy she wasn't waiting at the finish line. She even said that before she met the guy. And then she said, hey, if he loses his money in his job, I ain't with it. If he got zero and I got money, it ain't his money. All right. This is the usury that we talk about. Here's more additional usury. Let me see if I can play the audio here. I can't play the audio on this one because it is copyright and copywritten. And it sounds like it's a song, maybe a TikTok song. Let's go to the community. And them older, them younger girls don't want you, coach. Remember when women used to say that before they see me out there with the younger girls? Them younger girls don't want you. Oh, you didn't see me out here. Here we go right here. Let me go ahead and refresh the screen. Younger girlfriend who's never paid a bill or rent in her life. Okay, speaking of rent. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Younger girlfriend who's never paid a bill or rent in their life. Just books random trips let's see what happens over here there they have music they're dancing what's on her face maybe it's a water water or something like that uh-oh older boyfriend who gladly took on all of her responsibility since she was 21 years old all right them younger girls don't want you yeah they only want you for your money that's all women want you for your money we already proved that. There's not one woman that doesn't want you for your money in some aspect. Even women who have careers and jobs, when they settle for relationships, they stop getting smashed by Pookie and they start looking at the financial position of the man. That is wanting you for your money. But shout out to this brother right here. He's got abdominals. He stayed in good health, good shape, and he's got money. Hey, listen. I got money. I'm not mad at him because he's getting a great value here. He's getting a great value. Trust me, what he's paying her, he's probably worth way more than that. Uh, and it, it's a drop in the bucket for him. 
All right, but here we go right here. The dude's in great shape, by the way. Shout out to TRT and testosterone and, and, and steroids. No, I think he's in good shape without all of that. But let's just be honest. This is usury on both sides. And uh, people will do this and then later on say. And that's you. Okay. They, they, this woman, after this guy turned 60, because this guy's somewhere in his 50s, right? He's probably mid-50s. Let's just be honest. He's going to turn 62. She, at the same time, is going to turn, I think she said 21. I can't tell. No, she's over 21 because she says she's been, she hasn't paid a bill since 21. But she's going to turn 32. He's either going to kick her to the curb or she's going to skedaddle once he hits 60. He ain't, she ain't sticking around for that shit. Then she's going to say. And that's you. Right. But right now she's saying. Get him, daddy. All right, so we know how this plays out. So I think he's getting a good deal. He could be with some old, fat, miracles vain woman, right? Instead, he's at the junior college. I don't mind that. But younger women are targeting older men at this particular point. And if you younger men really knew, your girls, a lot of your girls, since um, I think there's a statistic. Somebody did a statistic and said 64% of men in the age group of 30 and under identify as single. Whereas 34% of women in the same age group identify as single. Now, I'm not a mathematician, but them numbers don't add up. And what's happening is the, those girls are either sharing men, as I said, polyamory, polygyny is going to be the future. And I also said those girls are also dating older men. Oh, boy. You know, it. the statistics are into the proofs in the pudding. And I called this out years ago saying this is where our society is going. In fact, I documented it in the book called The Evolution. It's written in a book, all right, called The Evolution. I, I and others before me, not after me, others before me have called this long time ago. All right, so shout out to him and shout out to her, but we're in a usury society now. We're in a monetized society. And now, not only do they want to monetize and manipulate your time, your money, they're also targeting your time. Now watch this. This is why dudes stay single. This shit right here. And by the way, she's a good looking girl, but I'm assuming this is a wig. All right. I'm just going to assume it's a wig because there's not a hair out of place here. And she probably paste these. They be pasting these uh baby hairs right here. It's despicable. Mm. Yeah, I think this is. Is this a wig? Looks like a wig to me. But let's play. Let's play this person right here. She has a lot of support. And I, I think she's Dominican or something. Puerto Rican. Her last name is Santiago. Don't get it twisted. Here we go. Uh, Santiago's going to speak up here. Hey, y'all, real quick. If you are dating somebody and I don't know where their consistency went down, and every time that you ask them, they say that they were too busy, you were never that busy. Go find somebody else to date because they're not interested in you, baby, because dating is simply just check-ins. Hey, how you doing? How's your day going? You telling me that every time you you didn't think about texting me every time you pissed. You didn't think about texting me every time you ate. You didn't think about texting me. Ain't no way. Because let me tell you something, baby. The actions show. And if the actions ain't showing, then baby, I ain't throwing. Man, guys, like, what are you guys supposed to be doing out here? Are you supposed to be work? Am I supposed to have money? Am I supposed to have money? If I'm supposed to have money, instead of me taking a piss, I'm supposed to text you. 
I'm supposed to text you. Instead of doing what I'm supposed to do, instead of having clarity, I'm supposed to chase you around and text you. I'm supposed to also take you on vacations and trips. I'm supposed to also pay your bills and pay for dinners. I'm supposed to all have all this shit. And I'm supposed to also be just dropping text messages all day, every day. Like, this is what I'm talking about. It just doesn't make sense after a while. And a lot of dudes are like, man, like, you guys are too damn needy. And not only are you needy, you greedy as a mother sucker. Like, God dang. This shit ain't high school. Dudes got shit to do. All right? Dudes got shit to do. And as we know, I played this clip. Let me see if I can share this clip with you. I played this clip yesterday. But we're going to play it again. Audio from the real Brad Leah. Women want rich guys, but not busy guys. <laughs> right? Let me play that clip right here. Here it is right here. Let's play it. There's all these women out there. They want rich men, but they don't want busy men. They want rich men that'll come home at 5 p.m. Well, guess what? Nine times out of 10 successful men, they're not home at 5 p.m., which is why they're successful. The ones coming in the door at 5 p.m., throwing down their lunchbox, asking what's for dinner, are the ones that are going to be doing that for 25 years. You'd be lucky to get two vacations a year and a freaking white picket fence. So I think what's happening is you know, I don't know what it is. They want men that are economically stable, but just got all this time to be text messaging you all day long. It's getting despicable. You want rich men or you want busy men? You want rich men? You want rich men, but they're going to be busy. You want men that are working on themselves and building? They're going to be busy. If you want poor pookies, which this Dominican chick is probably getting ramrod and throttled by, you want poor men that are going to just dote attention on you all day long? Yes, you should like, it only takes... Two seconds to text message. Guys, let me tell you something. This, what's going to happen is she's going to wear you down. She's going to wear you down. Why is it taking so long to text? How come you don't text me eight times a day? And then you say, okay, I'll text you four times a day. That's how many times I piss. All right. And so when I'm pissing, I text you. I, I text you four times. Well, that ain't enough. And then she goes to the next guy. And then she tries to prove the next guy is going to be better and pay more attention. All the next guy has to do is pay attention to her. But as the time goes on, he's going to pay less and less attention. And then she's going to throw her thing to another guy. This is how they get into this cycle of promiscuity. Chasing the person who's going to be giving her attention. And then that is also rich. Because you know this girl doesn't come cheap. Only to the pookies she does. And of course, here we go. We got a lot of support here. Facts. Period. This. I'm huge on consistency. If they ain't showing, I ain't throwing, period. All these single women. And that's on the hay that Mary's little lamb grazed on. What the? This woman says, I don't want you to text me 20 times a day. I want to spend time with you in person, in public. <laughs> One of the biggest traps, guys, and I'm going to lay some game on you, and then we're going to take a commercial break. I think maybe, maybe not. I might have a couple more things. One of the biggest traps that women will say, I'm going to tell you this trap. If you, if she says this run, if she says this run, if she says this, this is a red flag. She's going to say, I don't want your money. I don't want your money. I only want your time. When you hear that, Run, skedaddle, disappear, ghost. Oh, man. Dude, that basically violates the principle of money, energy, attention, and time.
That one right there is a big trap. That tells you you'll never, never, this woman's going to ruin everything, every bit of progress that you make. She's the type of person that when you're, she spends the night, you're in bed, you're about to get out of bed, your alarm clock goes off, it's 5.30, it goes off. You're like, oh, okay, I'm going to do my routine to get ready for work. I got to get focused. I got a meeting, a presentation. You start getting focused and ready. And she's going to say this, no, just, just spend a couple more minutes. Let's just hug, huggle, hug and snuggle just a little bit longer. Oh, you don't got to rush off to work. Just, just a little bit longer. If you hear that, kick that bitch out the house immediately. Because you got to go do what you're supposed to do. You got a routine. You got to commit. You got to commute. You got to get ready for work. And she's going to pull you back in? No, hell no. No. Kick her ass out. And then she does what? She drags her ass to leave out of the house, forcing you to be late. And no, she didn't make your breakfast. These people are losers. These people will let you fumble a whole bag. You about to have a business meeting to change your life. And this bitch should have you going, stay a little bit longer in bed and snuggle. Get the hell out. Oh, maybe we can have a little bit of morning sex. Well, you better wake up at 5 a.m. and start slobbing my knob, all right? You wake me up. Don't hit. The, when my alarm goes off, you're dismissed properly. Get out. If a woman says this, if a woman says this, I don't want you for your money. All I want is your time. That is a big red flag. Major red flag. Soon as I hear that from a woman, I go, I'm out. That's a check, please. Check, please. Now, women don't understand that. They'll tell you that shit all day long. And they think they're saying, what they're trying to say is, I'm not a gold digger. I'm not a gold digger. I don't want money. I want time. Guys, that, that right there is a no-no. That's a no-no. That's a person that's going to waste your time. That's a person that doesn't understand the value of time. That's, the, uh, that's a person that's going to take the most valuable thing that you have because you can't replace time. Time is more valuable than money. Without time, I can't create money. And you're going to waste time thinking that, oh, at least you, I got a real one. She ain't a gold digger. Oh, no. This person will waste time emotionally having breakdowns that you're going to have to figure out. Oh, is this better? Am I doing it right? She doesn't value time. Time is, those are the worst women on the marketplace right there. I don't want you for your money. I only want you for your time. Baby, I'll pay the money. I got money. I'll pay the money. <laughs> right, baby, what, what, what is it that I got to give you to get you out of here? All right, will you leave now? Like, my whole thing is when I want you to leave, I want you to leave now. Like, when I'm done, I want you to leave now. I don't want you to drag your feet. I don't want you to take your showers. I don't want you to put your shoes on slow. I don't want you to lay in the bed for a couple, 20 more minutes. I don't want you to ask me, are you kicking me out? I don't want to ask you that. I, I'm not trying to go through those games. What do I have to give you to get you out of here now. And I'm trying to do this respectfully. I'm not trying to yell at you. I'm not trying to lie. Oh, well, you know, I got something to do. I want you to leave now. What is it? Oh, here it is. Okay, well, got it, got it. I got money. There it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so these people like this young woman right here, she doesn't realize that the what she's trying to do is distract the guy. These are, these are distractors, and guess what? She'll never figure it out until it's too late. All right, I do have Ric Flair here that is going to tell you what's up, and then we're going to get into the main event topic already. 
Uh, I'm going to roll this Ric Flair clip against all odds here of censorship. For some reason, a lot of people have Ric Flair clips. Um, what do you call it? Um, under censorship, I suppose. Not censorship, under monetization or so. But Ric Flair is going to tell you about the junior college right here. <laughs> we love Ric Flair. All right, let's see here. Let's see if I can pull it up. Uh, audio sharing. Okay, here we go. You are between 18 and 28. It's going to be potluck. It's going to be a smorgasbord. None of you can be first, but a whole bunch of you can be next tomorrow night. Woo! Yeah, man. Hey, listen. None of you will be first, but a lot of you can be next, ladies. Go ahead and hey, look, go ahead and tell y'all. And I'm gonna end that with a none of you can be first, but a lot of you can be next, and that's what happens when you get leverage and options, man. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> the ladies are like, This is reprehensible behavior. Do you support this? I fully support it. Ladies, we tell you up front, listen, I will give you, I'm not stingy with my money. I know the cheapest way out. I know how to get you to leave fast. All I got to do is throw a couple of hundred C notes outside and you'll go running for it. This is how I want you to leave. And none of you will be first. There's just only the ones that can be next. All right, shout out to the coach gang. Do me a favor. Hit the like button in here. We're going to get into the main event topic which is going to be crazy in love or just crazy. I'm going to blow the lid off of the mental health push here in our society. Okay, I'm going to blow the lid off of it, and I'm going to do it as only we can do. And I'm going to use this statistics, Moonstars and Quasars, to tell you where our society is going and caution, caution men on what the likelihood is of you selecting a woman that has some derangement issues here. And I'm saying this with loving kindness, potentially. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do have mental health issues and you have not been seen by somebody that can help you or you just need someone to talk to, I support that. Go contact my man, Travis, the, therapist, I mean, the therapist and or kosher clinician if you are a black man specifically. If you're a white man, go find a white psychologist who is not reading rainbow. All right, that's going to be difficult as well because... We're going to show you the data. We're going to show you the data related to that. So it's going to be difficult for men. Men. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button and we'll be back. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now, some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system, but men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now?
right, we're back in here. Do me a favor, hit the like button in here. It's going to get belly deli. Let me go ahead and give the brothers a support call right here. If you want your voice to be heard, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, paypal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams and Coach Greg Adams CV on Venmo or Super Chat capabilities on the Notorious CGA channel. We got Albert Wesker says, Michael, or, oh, you already got that. He says those Kayleys already deleted their social media accounts. So the, the girls from the San Diego State University, we found out, a uh, brother here said they deleted their social media. Hence, they don't want to be held accountable, but I'm sure you can call the university and put in a word or two. Nate Bitt says, Coach, read Proverbs 7. Simping is explained there. Shout out to you, man. We definitely will. Nick, I'm going to read the whole book of Proverbs maybe this weekend. All right. Nicholas N says, hey, coach, crossed the river and now I'm inside the dark forest and I like it. Shout out to the dark side around here. Yes, indeed. We be out here. Hit me with the dark laughter. The dark side is where it is. All right. Adam Bomb says, shout out from the 619 from the coach gang. Shout out to everybody in San Diego. Escondido, La Jolla and all of them. Places there that the real, real uh, San Diego's underrated, by the way. Everybody in Gaslamp, everybody in Coronado. All right, shout out to everybody in San Diego, man. San Diego represent. Okay, where are we at here? We got uh, Eugene. Eugene says, I see they got the aliens coming now, <laughs> but fret not. Once they get a load of these XXs, we have here. Wait. Once they get a load of these XXs we have here, they're going to go right back to their home planet. They don't want none of this. I actually have an interesting conspiracy theory related to that. I might share it on the members live stream. Somebody help me remember. It's about aliens. It's about aliens. Somebody help me remind you uh, on Sunday. Macaroni Tony, that Mr. Clean and Moist Watkins energy is not the way to go. Live in abundance and not suffer from it. That one night is free agent lifestyle for life. We got JR in the building. He says, yes, my girl slapped me yesterday, but she thick. Man. All right. Is that all that happens, guys? Um, Is that all that, that a girl needs to be is thick? Like, you see them Mastodons, that I, them big sisters? Woo! You see them big sisters I showed yesterday? Who seen the big sisters I showed last night? Okay. Who seen them? Them girls was humongous. I was like, man. The Cape video from Africa. I ain't seen no asses like that. Wow, boy. Shout out to uh, Randy is in the building. Shout out to Randy, the Bible study fund. Good morning, sir. Appreciate you, Randy. Good to see you again. Always, always. And I have a kitchen for you as well. I have a kitchen. All right. Come on over anytime you want. All right. Samuel says, Mage made the church organ music clip for you. How do I send it? Send it to coachgregadams at gmail.com. All right. Alan says, you lick first, and I'll lick after. <laughs> oh, man, man, licking each other. Who we got in here? Lamont says, just paying my tuition. Theme song, please. What's theme song? Okay. I don't know what's theme song. What to, oh, I'm going to give you this one. I'm rich, Them girls was humongous yesterday. Did I get this person here? Let me check. I got four more, and we'll get back to the show. Deacon Clap Cheeks, I got you. Thank you for the formal invitation, Deacon Clap Cheeks. I accept the invitation to come to the church. And any pastor, any pastor that wants me to come to the church and uh, sing the virtues of the free agent lifestyle, the King of Kings, 
CGA version of the Bible, I will present in front of your church. Yes, indeed. And ladies, I will invite you to the 52-point program. I've already had some applications, ladies, if you've applied to the 52-point program where I kick them tires and also check the insides, lift the hood, you know what I mean? Check up underneath things. Check that undercarriage. You know what I mean? I'll give you a little wash down. We'll give you a protein shake. And we'll send you back out there with some good information that can help you for the marketplace. Sign up right now. Go ahead and send me an email, 52-point program, CGA. We got you. Ladies, I got you covered out here. I know you're listening. You know, we'll make your skin shine and we'll have you have that glow when you walk out of the house. Oh, I will be holding the 52-point inspection on my campuses, on my premises. And yes, everything will be recorded for everybody's safety. And uh, consent forms and non-disclosure forms will be signed prior to you entering the premise and whatnot. So I'm here for you. I don't, you know, people think I hate you. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. The Jimmy ZTT, he says, just my humble tithing towards the free agent lifestyles. Ten commandments, peace and blessings upon all the free agents across the world. Yes, indeed. I know, man. People think, you know, I'm not here to help people. I do coaching for women as well. And you will be in good hands. You'll be in good hands here. All right, where we got here? Last two. Uh, Jay Russ says black, white, Latino, or Asian, they all get the barbecue. It's barbecue and ladies, 52-point program for the black, white, he says black, white, Puerto Rican, or Asian, the name is Fight Dog from the Zulu Nation. All right. Anyway, uh, we got last one, and then we're going to get back to the show. We appreciate these people here. We're going to have your soul glowing out here. Shout out to no government name. Coach, I want to join you on a call. This revelation came to me this morning. Girls only want chads. All right. Welcome to the world. He's woke. He's awoken. He says they no longer need men for survival. They can't work, and they can get assistance from the government which most of, their gover- most of their jobs are government jobs. All right, they're essentially going to have some government element. I want to awaken you to this truth. Even if they get to a corporate setting, there's a government benefit even from the corporation. Sometimes the corporation gets a kickback for hiring women and minority women, and they also get a to fill a quota. So the government's always involved in that, essentially pseudo-welfare through corporation, but that's neither here nor there. All right, and he says... They can use the government for assistance as well, and they can steal the money from you via the family court. He says police and firemen to protect them, and they also are safe from the animals and elements. Yes, they have a part. That's what apartments are for. He says, therefore, they only want men for reproductive value. They want the Chad's genes. Yes, and they want beautiful children, the biggest, the strongest children, pretty hair, light skin, and all that. This is called natural selection. If you are not a Chad, then you don't measure up. This is called evolution, survival of the fittest. And this is also called the Briefold's Law as well. And he's also mentioning, he's also mentioning that uh, they only want the genes if they can get a Chad to parade around so they can get validation from their family and friends. That would be a plus. But we all know Chads are not settling with them and they don't have to. And I don't blame a Chad for not wanting to. He just got to fall, not fall into simpism. And he's got a lot right here. And he says they just get banged out and then leased or released back into these streets. It is the same thing all over the world. There is just one caveat, though. Most of these women are average or ugly, so their children don't come out the way they want. (laughs) In a sense, it's the way to rid the world of 
us, I think you said of us. Interesting take there. Wow. Yes, this is also Alpha C Beta Need. Um, shout out to MGTOW. You know, I mean, MGTOW does not get enough credit. Um, and a lot of people shy away from that because obviously they've been they've been labeled a hate group. So you don't want to be labeling yourself after that. And also, a lot of people think specific things about them. But I'm going to just tell you this. Their talking points, a lot of the things that they've talked about over the last 12 years, they are, they are, and they talked about repeatedly. They may not have come up with it, but they brought it to a group of men that have listened to these things. And a lot of guys that claim to not be MGTOW have used these talking points overwhelmingly, and they used them and they disguised them as their own talking points. And I'm not going to point at any people specifically. But a lot of the things they used as their talking points came directly from those guys. And then they then they would go on their streams and hate on those guys. Like, I, it was despicable. I used to watch it. And then if a person put that in their chat, they'll delete it. No, don't put that in my chat. And I'm like, everything you're saying, not everything, 60% of what you're saying is directly from them. It's directly from those guys using those talking points. Sad. Dating coaches, same thing. Dating coaches then converted themselves to doing it. And then... It, it's so sad, man. It was sad to see. And um, uh, you guys got to start giving them the due. They're the ones that kept it in the conversation. They might not have come up with it, but they kept it in the conversation long enough for a lot of people to go mainstream on the talking points. And for example, many people now who are the mainstream red pillars, all they're using is MGTOW talking points. I'm going to just say that. They just don't know it because they're new. They came into the space two years ago. They might have been listening prior to that. They got their channels up. They built their numbers up. And then they're acting out there. They're, they done made up that shit. <laughs> they acting like they made up these talking points and they're exposing them to larger audiences. That's what they're doing. But these talking points are straight up MGTOW. And this guy just said it right there. Um, and I'm not ashamed to say it. A lot of guys will shy away from saying it. I'm not ashamed to say it. And it's the truth. It is the truth. It's the 100% truth. Anyway. Let's get back into the show. Oh, we at the main event. Guys, this is going to be hard for you to swallow because we don't swallow over here. They they swallow. We're going to crack the code. CGA is going to crack the code. We're going to crack the code. The scary truth about mental health and women. Okay. Scary truth. Now, I did do some digging. I'm trying to give you a balanced perspective, but we're going to show you this when I told you earlier People who use mental health as a crutch. And what they'll do is when accountability is going to be faced, when they're going to have to face accountability or judgment and or they're going to lose something of value. Many people are saying this and you I read articles and I point this out. Every article where somebody's victimized or they're going to be accountable, they're going to say what? Oh, I got depression. And it's hard to distinguish if somebody really has it or if they're just using it as a crutch. So therefore, many times when people use it, I can't believe it. So I got to see why you have the depression, right? I'm often saying, it sounds like a symptom. I want to know further. Why do you have it? People can't explore further. They won't say why they have depression. They'll just say, it's that, that's the diagnosis. Go no further. I'm often one to say, it's a, it's a symptom. We need to find out why you are anxious. Why you have anxiety. You can't just say, I have anxiety. That's like, that's like me saying, I'm nervous. If I told you I'm nervous, like, damn, I'm, a, I'm extremely nervous right now. I'm nervous to the point where I'm anxious. What would you ask me? What would you ask me? 
you would say, what are you nervous about? <laughs> right? That's the obvious question. Like, what's going to happen? Are you nervous about something that's going to happen today, tomorrow, next year? What are you nervous about? Same thing as when I hear depression, stress, and anxiety. What are you stressed about? Nobody wants to reveal it. What are you anxious about? Why do you have anxiety? What, what's, what's coming around the corner tomorrow, yesterday? Are you guilty about something? What are you depressed about? You got to explain this shit. You can't just throw that shit out there and then me back off. All right. What is it that's making you that way? I don't know. Well, why don't you take your ass somewhere and figure it out? Meaning don't drive, no custody of your kids, meaning that you can't vote. You can't do nothing, no job, no government benefits until you figure that shit out. That's my prescription. In the meantime, while you're figuring that shit out, I'm over here living my life. I'm not going to be called back and, and, and stopping me from holding you accountable for some shit till you figure out why you have some shit. You understand what I'm saying? You can't just be like, okay, it gloves off of me because I have depression. Oh, no. You better take your ass to a damn mental health facility and stay your ass in there until you figure that shit out. And guess what? When you bring your ass back out and you figured it out, I'm going to hold you accountable for the shit that you did when you went in there. You understand? You ain't going to just dodge and sidestep. Oh, let's forget about that shit. No, when you bring your ass out, then we're going to have a conversation. Odds are your ass is probably going to stay in there because I'm waiting. I'm waiting for your ass and I'm ready to hold your ass accountable. You understand what I'm saying? So you can't just be like, I'm depressed, I'm stressed and and anxious. And then, yeah. Oh, I'm going to bring your ass back out here. And before you can come out, before you come out, if your ass stay in there, you can't vote. If your ass stay in there, you can't have a job. If you stay in there, you can't drive. If you stay in there, we ain't just going to let you be running around here, out here just violating everybody because you're mentally ill. Okay, if you admit you have a mental illness, that means you can't function. And as a result, that means you need shit stripped away from you. You can't sue nobody. You can't do shit. Or you're going to back up off these claims and be accountable. What, which one is it going to be? <laughs> Yo, we about to barbecue, motherfuckers. It's barbecue I'm, in there. I'm telling you, man, we about to barbecue your ass. I'm not just going to let you do that. And guys, I've, I've worked in education for a long time. I've worked on college campuses. Every time somebody about to get a penalty, they start claiming this bullshit with no diagnosis from anybody professional. None. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. First thing we're going to show you is this woman right here. And who di whoever disagrees with me, hey, you can disagree with me. I don't give a damn. When it comes to me, you ain't about to use that shit against me. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't care who you are. You ain't using that shit against me. <laughs> this is a woman that's on an airplane and we're going to get into alcoholism and we're going to get into promiscuity and we're going to get into mental health meds diagnoses, bipolar uh, borderline we're going to go you, show you the statistics we're going to get into therapy the statistics of therapists uh, the political allegiances and ideology of therapists we about to get into this shit oh we going to get into it y'all y'all ain't ready for this here's a, oh let me see if y'all ready for this. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> this is a woman that clearly is mentally ill and she doesn't belong on an airplane. No, not okay. You're a liar. And she's also a Kaylee 
and a washed up one at that. And she's also drunk, which I'm also seeing this, by the way. I'm seeing this people who have claimed to have mental issues, but they also drink and do drugs. Make that make sense. That's going to heal it. I don't think so. And they're also trying to function as normal in society. And then when they do stupid shit, now all of a sudden the combination of drugs and alcohol shows who you really are. Hey, no airline tickets and trips and vacations for you. No. So she obviously popping pills and drink. All right. She got alcohol and pills. I mean, listen, you could, you could, you could. Tell me I don't know all I want. I know. She popping pills and drinks. I mean, I can tell you, bro. She probably divorced all that shit. Got her husband all in family court. She didn't, she didn't have a uh, metal sugar daddy. I mean, she got all the shit, all the symptoms. Is that what you doing? Ow! Just be quiet. Don't worry about me. You don't even care. Just be quiet. I mean. Nobody's even talking to her. All this flight attendant is doing is putting her large carcass in between her and the aisle seats. And so this woman's out here showing up and showing out. But I haven't done anything. Zoot it. Zoot it. I break nobody. I haven't done anything. She's slurring her words. That, guys, alcohol doesn't do this. Alcohol doesn't slur words like that. You know what I mean? You got to be on that slurricane. You know what does, though? Mental health meds and prescription pills and alcohol. She's slurring. Because look, she's not bobbing and weaving. When you drunk, you bobbing and weaving or either passed out or vomiting. She's doing none of that. This that slurricane. Leave me alone. I'm getting up. Leave me alone. One thing women do is that you can't touch me shit. All right. We need to start erasing that. Soon as you go reach for them or try to restrain them, they'll go immediately. Don't put your hands on me after they didn't cause all kind of collateral damage. Now, people need to get started getting body slammed for that. You can't just tear shit up and cause a scene and I can't put my hands on you. Yes, I can. All right. Tackle her. Let's get into it. No. I said, leave me alone. Is that a tattoo? Tramp stamp located, identified, targeted. Mm. Tramp stamp. Located and a flat back to to boot. Oh, All right, let's go this way. Let's go. Oh, now, now, for what reason? You're you're gonna go this okay, way. Okay, oh, hey, don't grab me. Okay, you're still this you see that? You see that? Immediately to the don't grab me, because that that is like saying I'm depressed. That's the immediately disarm. You can't grab me, so you can't restrain me and hold me accountable. Hey, man, hog tie this broad. Hog tie her ass. Yes, grab her and hog tie her. I don't understand this. Don't grab me. Don't touch me. That's immediate. They go to that shit. They will slap you, beat you, spit in your face, and then go to immediate, but you can't touch me. No, no, no. Tackle them if they're violating the law. Tackle them. What the hell? Are you fucking kidding me? She gone. She zooted. For what reason? He said, for what reason? Uh, first of all, you about to get a federal indictment. That's what you're about to get. For what reason? Second of all, you are at it. That's what reason. And you're causing a scene, a disturbance on a vehicle 
on a tin can that is flying 30,000 feet. Yes, that's going to be a violation of federal aviation laws. But this is what's going on here. There's a lot of pill popping in the healthy people. But we're here to help you, ladies. We're here to help you, gentlemen. If, in fact, you do feel like you are unable to function like a normal human being in our society, go see some help. Go seek help. Go talk to someone. If you want to get something off your chest, go talk to someone. Or go get some damn hobbies, exercise, eat, and get some good sleep. I don't know what to tell you. But do not come out here telling me I need to kowtow and walk on eggshells for you because you can't function like a normal human being. That's your problem. Don't make it my problem. Don't make it my problem. Just say, hey, look, I want to go to kitty land. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> I want to be treated like a non-responsible adult. Okay, go over there. Get out of my effing way. <laughs> Get out of my way. I got shit to do. And thus, if I do have to find myself in this predicament, I will put myself in kitty land again. All right, but let's go to this one. Fair use. Fair use, fair use. Oh, we laying the hammer down today, man. Look. Here we go right here. New CDC. Hold on for a second. New, 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 new world order. New CDC study finds a growing mental health crisis amongst teenage girls. A teenage level. <laughs> a teenage level. Why are teenage girls? What about the teenage boys? Anybody? No teenage boys? Any statistics for teenage boys? Pornography? Being left out the sexual marketplace? Anything? Okay, we're just worried about the girls. Why then are people shaming me for talking about mental health and women? This is your crisis, ladies. I'm going to point this out. I'm going to show you statistically. This is a crisis for you. Now, what they're going to say is, well, men need issues. Men have issues too. Aha, I got your ass. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. If men have issues too, why aren't people talking about it? Why are they never saying men need to, but I, I'm, and I got another, I got another rebuttal back to that as well. Cause when I look at the statistics of people who are in that profession, the so-called helpers, we're going to see that there's not that many men available to help these men, specifically black men. Uh-oh, y'all ain't ready for the day. Why don't black men see more therapists? We're going to show you. I'm going to show you statistically exactly why. We're going to break it down. Oh, we're going to break it down. Let's, let's put this back up. Fair use. They're now going to say the mental health crisis is affecting teenage girls, not the boys. All right, let's play it. Marshall is back with us now. We talked about this a moment ago, this alarming new report from the CDC about the mental health of teenage girls. And what this study found, it's so comprehensive, is really disturbing. It is. And we both have teenage girls. So, we so they got disturbing. We got teenage girls, parents of teenage girls. I have a teenage daughter. This is a growing epidemic. Why is it a growing epidemic? We're going to show you in a minute. Why are they focusing specifically on that group? All right. Let's go ahead and play it. We sort of understand, you know, this, the new data shows that nearly three in five teen girls felt persistently sad or hopeless in 2021. That's double that of boys and represents a nearly 60% increase over the prior decade. All right. So we got in the last 10 years. This is what we have. Number one. Number two, where do you surveys at? All right. I don't know. I don't know who's, who's taking these surveys. Do they show up and be like, we're from the mental health department. Let's take a survey. All the questions lean towards, yeah, I'm sad. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the data is going to be there. 
people that don't want to be accountable, people that don't want to take exams, people that are already on ADHD drugs, people that are already going nowhere, people that are comparing themselves to girls on social media, people that are dealing with promiscuity, girls that are already doing alcohol and drugs, people that are have broken homes. Yeah, bro, it makes sense. Yeah, I got it. People that ain't got no daddy, people whose parents, their mom is a psycho. Boom. <laughs> right? I can see why you sad and you don't have no hope. But what about these boys? Why are these large percentage of boys being left out of the conversation? Why are these boys being left out of the conversation? Yeah. Or is it that men have to man up and they know it? I ain't got time to be depressed. I'm actually doing exercise. I'm actually on the sports team. I actually have hope. I actually have direction in my life. Where these girls are indoctrinated by feminism, and then guess what? They ain't got no hope. Hey, man. I want to know. Don't come in here and tell me I'm just jumping to conclusions. But there's a problem here. Let's continue. 30% of teen girls seriously considered suicide and nearly 18% experienced sexual violence. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we got, we're going to throw in that they've been assaulted. This, I don't know, but this is probably true. It's probably true. Um, but we have to determine that by some legal cases. Do we have documented cases? Do we have legal cases to discover that? Um, guys, did you guys know? Did you guys know? We're talking about this, and I want people to get help. I'm not, I'm not criticizing people. I want you to know this. They mentioned this in this study here. They said young girls are a high percentage of young girls. I don't remember how many. Let me see if I can go back um, and see. Let me see. Was it 20%? Okay, they only show the sexual violence one right here. What they say about self-deletion. Girls seriously considered suicide. How many? Hold on for a second. Teen girls seriously considered decade. 30% of teen girls seriously considered suicide. 30%. 30, listen, I mean, listen, we're, 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 to, we're using data here. They're telling me 30%. Three out of 10 young women have considered deleting themselves. Now, what you don't know, what you don't know, and I'm going to show you the data here. This is a serious subject. I'm not taking this lightly, but I'm going to show you this. In fact, that that is not abnormal. In the history of our time, it is not abnormal, and I pulled up the abstract to show it. I pulled up the abstract to show it, and since the rise of feminism, we've seen this more. It is, in fact, that women are more likely to attempt self-deletion than men. It's not abnormal. Women are more likely to attempt self-deletion than men. Unfortunately, they're almost always unsuccessful. It is men that complete the task. For some reason, men achieve this task much more than women. But it says analysis of lifetime self-deletion attempts among U.S. adults in a nationally representative sample. I'm not going to read everything. You can go do your own data. I'm not doing the work here. But this is a current article from 2022 that says that this epidemic is not new. It is, in fact, uh, very stagnant. 
This is not new. So this is not a crisis that is new. This is something that has been with us for quite a long time. Okay, so let's let's get back to the let's get back to this shit right here. So when you hear these things, you're like, oh, well, there's an emergency. No, there's not. That's what's that's what's been happening for a long time. So then they say, well, these people need mental health issues. They need to do this and that. Listen, go do what you need to do. But it, this is not a new crisis. This is not a new thing. This is what's been going on for a long time. And now what you need to find out is why. That's what we need. We need to know the why. Maybe they'll tell us. Let's go ahead and see it. Side And nearly 18% experience sexual violence, up 20% from 2017. And as the mental health of youth in this country continues to deteriorate, you see how they put these ideas in your head? You know what I mean? You see how they do this. I, I don't like this. Obviously, it's hard to be a young person. It is very hard. You're going through hormonal imbalances and all of this. If you just simply sum it up, oh, you just have a crisis. We have this deterioration of mental health. And then they find a way to say, funnel you in to the charlatans or funnel you in to the University of California Berserkly degree having APA subscribing to people who are going to just coddle you and make you a client or a customer. Like, come on, man, you're putting this in their head. And there's examples that I can share for you of Generation X of ideas they put in our head that made us follow stupid shit too. gangster rap. Gangsta rap by itself made us follow stupid shit. All my homies are either dead or in jail. Then everybody starts saying that shit. Everybody starts saying things like Tupac, death, death around the corner. And then people started putting death, the idea of dying, as an idea that they were comfortable with. People started speaking death. And then eventually death became you. Now it's the mental health shit. You see what I mean? You're nobody until somebody kills you. Come on, man. Nirvana, all the grunge rock. Then people start self-deleting themselves. You speak this shit until existence. Now they're doing this. Okay? You playing with serious shit, your brain and your life. This is not to be played with. This is not to be used so you don't uh, you're not held to be accountable. Yes, or if you are a failure, if you haven't figured out your life, don't just jump to, will I have mental health? No, no. I'm not going to let you jump there. Let's figure this shit out and get your life on track. Not coddle you and let you just become a customer. Let's get into it. From 2017. And as the mental health of youth in this country continues to deteriorate, mental health services are not meeting the demand largely due to widespread staffing shortages. In fact, in a recent study of 28,000 children on Medicaid who had visited the emergency room between 2018 and 2019 for depression, anxiety, or self-harm, only about half received outpatient follow-up treatment within a month, and about a quarter returned to the hospital within six months. We've got to do a better job and guess what two parent households diminishing declining but nobody wants to draw a line to that shit nope let's keep doing that let's keep making bastard kids and breaking up families nobody's drawing a direct correlation to that well there's no direct correlation between two parent household and mental health uh rich kids do this too yes i know i know but just take a look at the timeline here we go 
So many healthcare needs right now. And to that end, we want to point out that if you or someone you know is struggling, Absolutely. there are resources. All the hotlines. These are numbers that are staffed 24 7. All the hotlines. You can call, chat, and text your life, your voice, 800 448 3000 or Teen Line, which is 800 266 7883, and the Trevor Lifeline for LGBTQ youth. Uh oh, uh oh. Did you hear that? Oh, they threw that shit in there too, huh? Have you noticed that there's always a direct correlation between mental health and those letters? Have you noticed that? I know this is going out on a limb here, but these people who experience these things at a younger younger age and going forward and make adjustments in their life and start doing what? They start wearing the garb. They start wearing the appearance of it. They go through this as well. And those numbers just skyrocket. Have you noticed that? They never are on the same, like they'd never be like, oh, I'm mentally stable. They always lean on that shit, too. Have you noticed that? Like, that's weird. Why is that? Why is that the case? Now, when I call that out, y'all be like, well, no, not necessarily. But then I'm supposed to kowtow when it's present. OK, now we can't have it both ways, man. Can't have it both ways. Let's get into some serious, serious discussions here. Serious. Y'all don't want this conversation. I'm cracking the code. Cracking the code. All right, let's get into it. And they're going to say, well, because people don't accept me, blah, blah, blah. Hey, look, man, that's your life. <laughs> look what you want me to do. What you want me to do? Stop the world and let you off and then let you back on again and, and have the world spinning again? I don't have that power. So if that's what the what life you want to live, you live your own life. All right, bipolar disorder. We don't make fun of these situations, but we're going to describe what it is. And then we're going to show you what they're saying here. I'm going to show you what they're saying. And they're talking about it specifically in women. Bipolar affective disorder, which I believe yesterday we called manic depression, mania. So if anybody says I'm bipolar, that means they're a manic depression. I mean, that means, gentlemen, as a word of caution, do not ever date someone who has this disorder or any disorder. If you're in mental health, if you have mental health issues and you're dating, you're probably violating or doing something that you should not be doing. If you're mentally unstable, why are you dating? Okay. Why? I don't understand it, guys. You're not going to fix it. You're not a therapist. You're not a counselor. They're going to blame you for every further issue they have going forward. Trust me, I know. They're going to blame you. And they're going to think that you're there to fix them or complete them. And then their life is still going to be a train wreck. And they're going to blame you. It's not going to be worth it. Do not do it for people who even openly admit it. Sometimes they don't even openly admit it until you've committed to them. It says right here, bipolar affective disorder in women is a challenging disorder to treat. You see that? A challenging disorder to treat. What do you mean treat? Treat means treatment. Means it's a program in order to correct what? This issue. Thus, they're saying you can't correct it. It's challenging to correct. There's no, there's no prescription. The only prescription is long-term care. And they could be 30 years. Sometimes they'll never get over it and they'll admit it. I'm going to read it to you. It is, a, it's, it is unique in its presentation in women. It's unique in women. And characterized by later age of onset. Uh-oh, dude. They are telling you it's unique in women, meaning it's almost exclusively to them. And it's also characterized by what? 
as they get older. As they get older. Uh-oh. Kaylee's turn to Karen. I'm giving you this. I'm cracking the code for you. Later age of onset. So you're with a girl. She's 24. She becomes 34. Going into her 40s. Your relationship plummets. She starts acting funny. Right there. It gets worse as they age. And it's challenging to treat. They can't, they have no, they have no solution. And as she gets older, boom. I'm not saying this. I'm reading it directly from these areas. And these are abstracts. This is from the Indian Journal of Psychiatry. This is not from CGA. This is from an academic National Library of Medicine. I'm getting this from. When things start, when people start acting weird, this is what's happening. And they said seasonality, meaning they comes and goes, atypical presentation, and a higher degree of mixed episodes. Highly, wow, this is crazy. Medical and psychiatric comorbidity adversely affects recovery from the bipolar disorder more often in what? Women. Now, I'm not selectively pointing out women. I'm just picking from what's going on right here. Medical and psychiatric comorbidity uh, adversely affects recovery from the BP or the BD more often in women, meaning there's damn near whether they have a medical or psychiatric comorbidity. So there, if there's another issue they're dealing with medically, they have a medical disorder. Anything. They can have a kidney problem, a spleen problem, a liver problem. That And that medication with bipolarism is going to adversely affect recovery. Mm. Comorbidity, particularly thyroid disease. Uh-oh. 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 Wait a minute. So people who have thyroid conditions and bipolar disorder migraines how many times do we have hear that i got migraines i get botox for migraines obesity whoa what i told you i was gonna crack the code and anxiety disorders occur more frequently in who right there what does it say women while substance use disorders are more common in men we're not gonna end it right there there's more in here, mood stabilizers, all of these things, comorbidities, combinations of things, particularly doing what? All right. Now, if a woman comes to you right now and says they have depression, anxiety, or stress, that is just the tip of the iceberg. Then you have to say, do you have a comorbidity? Then you have to say, maybe are you bipolar? This goes this goes one step to the next. You can't just be like, oh, she just has a little anxiety. No, there's more to that. Does she drink alcohol? Is she promiscuous? Does she have promiscuity in her past? Has she been sexually assaulted? Does she drink? Does she party? Is she financially irresponsible? It's right here. It's right here. And they want you to focus on one group specifically, which is women. And then when I come on here and say, guys, women are a risk for these issues, then they blame me. They blame me. I showed you the statistics. They want the attention, but when I give it to them, they don't like it. All right, let's get into it. More. You want some more? You want some more? That's what they used to say. All right. 
We talk about bipolar disorder, staying on that one. Bipolar disorder, formerly known as manic depressive illness, meaning sick. Illness means sick in layman's term. If someone says they're bipolar, they're sick. Is a serious medical uh, condition. Most of the time, your spouse or your spouse or your ex-spouse or your girlfriend or your ex-girlfriend has this. We're going to look at the statistics. They don't admit to having it. Someone who has bipolar disorder has extreme episodes of mania or being very up or energetic and active and episodes of depression or being very down. Here it is. There's the word again. There's the buzzword right there. Depression. Guys, it's there. It's everywhere. So if a person just says they're depressed, that's not that's not even the tip of the iceberg. That's barely the tip of the iceberg. What else? You better examine what else. And it changing hormones during menstrual cycles. This has nothing to do with men. Guys, this is look at what I got. This is this is where we're here from the Office of Women's Health. Now they're going specifically on changing hormones, which we don't have any control of, especially if you're talking about menstrual cycles. That, that's what it is. You can't control this. Maybe with medication, you can. Pregnancy, that's not me. That's not me. And that's you. And menopause. can affect, Guys, they just went through the whole damn, so they went through 15-year-olds to 20 to 30-year-olds. They went to people who became pregnant. And then people who are in the absence of their period, menopause, women 45 and up, can affect how severe a woman's bipolar disorder is. But menstrual cycle conditions are not the same as bipolar disorder. Okay? So you married a woman later on, menstrual cycle, menopause, pregnancy. We're going to get to that in a minute. Okay? We're going to get to that. And guess who gets to blame? You guys. It is all Jermaine fault. It's always Jermaine. Guess who gets the blame who can't put up for this? If you can't put up with the woman that might be going through any of these issues that we talked about, they blame you. And she's out here on the street, medicated, zooted, partying, sleeping around, dating, driving. And you don't even know if she could be dealing with these issues. Many of them will admit to be dealing with these issues. Oh, boy. Let's talk about this. Okay. And if anybody finds this information useless, I feel sorry for you. Anybody finds this information somewhat me attacking women, I don't know what to tell you because they're the ones saying that they have these issues. Uh Uh-oh. Postpartum psychiatric disorders. This is not going to be for men. Now they're saying men can experience this through what? They can experience this through your association with them. So if your wife's pregnant, she has postpartum, guess who also can get postpartum? Yes, sir. And? And that's you. The postpartum period. During the postpartum period, this is after delivery, about 85% of women experience some type of what? Mood disturbance. Guys, this is not me writing this shit. Do you see this? Now, look, ladies, if you want me to do one of these on men, let me know. Because I can dig the stuff out. Yes, narcissism show. I'll do the narcissism show if you want. But look, they be blaming y'all for not adjusting to them when they indeed are dealing with 85%. I told you this is the St. Valentine's Day massacre. 
I told you this is the same Valentine's Day massacre. 85% of women postpartum experience some type of mood disturbance. Some of the symptoms are mild and short-lived. And guys, we make fun of these issues. We make fun of these. Women want pickles and ice cream. Women want you to go to the store and come back, right? These are the issues we deal with and we laugh at it. We laugh it off. However, 10 to 15% of women develop more significant symptoms of what? There's the buzzword again, depression or anxiety. This is not to be taken lightly. Hence, if, it's, if this condition seems to always exist or people are using this, aren't many people unhealthy? Are many people ill? Thus, should many people have the responsibilities that every other adult, healthy adult shares? I think not, if it's this common. Postpartum blues. It appears that about 50 to 85% of women experience postpartum blues. So your wife gets pregnant, delivers her baby. This is the praying mantis, right? So she changes on you. She's going through some mood disturbances, as they say. And then she eventually, in a year or so, gets rid of you. This all comes from this. It comes from this. And many women don't seek the treatment. It says right here, it says during the first week of postpartum, after the first few weeks, eight, 50 to 85% of women experience postpartum blues. Given how common this type of mood disturbance is, they call it a mood disturbance, it may be more accurate to consider that blues are as a normal experience following childbirth rather than a psychiatric illness. They're saying because it happens, listen, they say because this type of mood disturbance is considered normal, this is not a psychiatric illness. This is their words, not mine. It's just rather than rather than feeling of sadness, women will, with the blues more commonly report mood libidity, tearfulness, anxiety, and irritability. Hey, just deal with it. It's normal. Just deal with it. Let's go back. Postpartum depression typically emerges over the first two to three postpartum months, but may occur at the point of delivery. So even after they go through the blues, which they're saying the many of them, as a matter of fact, most of them do, even after the blues subsides, they can go into this depression two to three months following. Now, there's a lot of women will say, yes, I have postpartum depression. What is this? It's a mood disturbance. Clinically. Why is it clinically? Postpartum depression is clinically indistinguishable from depression occurring at other times in, in a woman's life. Guys, this is... This is the data. This is the science. This is what we're talking about. Now, when I say this and they use this as, hey, I have postpartum depression. Then you have to get things removed from you. <laughs> like you can't be out here functioning and me working around you and then you having this. Anybody disagree? Let me know. There's even something worse. Postpartum psychosis. It's the most severe of the form of postpartum psychiatric illness. Illness, there it is again. But uh, don't worry about it because it's normal. 
because it happens in normal uh, so normally. Don't worry about it. It is a rare event that occurs in approximately one or two per 1,000 women after childbirth. It pre its presentation is often dramatic with onset of symptoms as early as the first 48 to 72 hours after delivery. The majority of women with, a per I don't know what this is called, something psychosis develops symptoms within the first two weeks postpartum. And the postpartum psychosis represents an episode of bipolar illness. There it is again. So we just talked about bipolar, and there it is. We lacing you up, guys. And ladies, if this is you, go get some help. Risk of infanticide, as well as self-deletion, is significant in this population. I skipped some things, but I just wanted to jump ahead. And we showed you, with there's several episodes where we could show you where that's prevalent. Guys, we need to be aware of these things for our own reasons because a lot of bizarre behavior has happened in our dating relationship and also marriages and divorces that you can't explain. Many a times, you can simply explain it by doing your own research and cracking the code. Many a times, they're blaming you, but trust me, it ain't you, guys, many of the times. Maybe we can do this on the men's side and we can find out if it is indeed you. Uh-oh, are we ready for more? Do you want more? Somebody says all BS. It becomes BS when you say, okay, you get to do everything that we that the, the stable society does and we just work around you and walk on eggshells. Or they get to use it as an excuse. Well, I can't do this because I have that. That is where I draw the line. That's where I draw the line. Let's get into this. Bipolar personality disorder. Again, again, men and women suffer from this. But I'm going to read this, and we're going to show you what they say gender-wise. Bipolar, I'm uh, sorry, borderline personality disorder is a condition characterized by difficulties regulating emotion. This means that people who experience BPD feel emotions intensely. Wow, emotions intensely. People who fall in love, people who get attached, right, real quick. Could be bipolar. Could be. People who think love, hopeless romantics. Why did I tell you? Hopeless romantics are the worst people to date. Why? Because they experience emotions intensely. Oftentimes, they're super duper depressed until you showed up. And it says, and for extended periods of time and or and it is harder for them to return to a stable baseline after an emotionally triggering event, including relationships, including dating. Let me go down here. It says right here, the difficulty can lead to uh, impulsivity, poor self-esteem, stormy relationships. Right there, stormy relationships. So if a person always is experiencing these stormy relationships, could be. BPD, they're saying it, and intense emotional responses to stressors. Struggling with self-regulation can also result in dangerous behaviors such as self-harm. So this is why I say if a person says they're going to harm themselves, I say that's your problem, Ninja. It's you. It ain't me. And that's you. And what they'll do is try to regulate how you deal with them when they're the problem. Like, 
Okay, what you want me to do about it? The reality is you can't do nothing about it. Can't do nothing. It ain't your fault. And if they ever blame you, it's their fault. It ain't yours. If they do it and they're harming themselves, it's not you. What they're trying to do is they're trying to connect it to you. This is why I tell you, if they use this card, get away from them. Back out. Because they're going to harm themselves because of their own self-image, not, not nothing you've done. Now, let's get down to this. Statistics. Let's get to the statistics. It is estimated that 1.4% of adult in the U.S. population experience BPD. 1.4%. But check this out. Nearly 75% of people diagnosed with BPD are what? Let's zoom in again. Women. Right here. 75%, 75%, three out of four. Bruh, like, come on, man. So let's trace it back to all of these things. Hard to get stable baseline, emotionally triggering events, emotionally intense, all right? Stormy relationships, poor self-image, impulsivity. Three out of four, bruh, like... And that's you. And I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. It ain't me, bro. <laughs> it's not me. You know who it is? And that's you. It's you. It's you, ma'am. You need the help. Now, let's. why don't men seek therapy? Well, I just showed you two instances that are highly attracted to women. And postpartum depression, which was three out of the three. It, don't, it doesn't seem like I'm the unstable stable one. Now, it might seem that I'm unstable to people who are unstable. It is quite common for crazy people to think that other people are crazy. So if you see things in me that you think are crazy, but you have issues related to depression, stress, anxiety, bipolar, and borderline, I might appear crazy to you. I might be hard to negotiate with. You may not understand where I'm coming from. You might want to blame me for your condition, but it ain't me. It's. And that's you. It's you. It ain't me. So when you can't tell me I need the help when you're getting the help or you need the help. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Do you, are you picking up what I'm laying down? I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. This is the same Valentine's Day massacre. And I will get to these super chats. Okay, why it is bad to mix antidepressants and alcohol. Okay, it is best to avoid combining antidepressants and alcohol. It may worsen your symptoms and it can be dangerous. If you mix antidepressants and alcohol, quote, you may feel more depressed and anxious. People be at the bar, nightclub, they be in your house drinking, talk about they got depression. Like what? I can see why. Side effects may worsen if you also take medication. Uh-oh, that's going to be problematic going forward here. You may be at risk of dangerous reaction if you take whatever this is, a monoamine oxidase inhibitor. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I, I ain't taking none of that shit. All right, your thinking and alertness may be impaired, and you may become sedated and feel drowsy, and you guys are still going to run game on these people, run up in their guts, and then be... Be, be surprised when they false alligator you. By the way, I'm showing you my references here. The Mayo Clinic. Uh-oh. The Mayo Clinic. 
This is directly, I'm trying to use medical information here. So you guys can't just say I took some article or I selected the Mayo Clinic. Okay, so if a person says they're depressed, but they're partying, drinking, fornicating, and uh, going to bars and clubs, leave they ass alone. Leave them alone. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh-oh, now again, look. See, when I do these things and I say, hey, we should be cautious about women that are experiencing these things, then they say I should pay attention more because it affects them more. Which wasn't it? What is it going to be? What about when the men do? Well, there ain't no articles about when the, what the men do. It's about what you do. And this is from what? A Harvard Health article. This is from y'all academia right here. Harvard Health. You see that? This isn't just a, women and alcohol. The hidden risks of drinking. Oh, my Lord. The hidden. Oh, the humanity. What are the hidden risks? It says right here. Anytime you're around a lush, I've been telling you it's a problem. Women are more vulnerable than men to alcohol's effects. Even after drinking small amounts. Dude, these are people be out here being pure lushes. And I'll always tell you, people drink because they're depressed. Because their life is in shambles. People who heavily drink, that's the reason. So if you find a woman that, if you're dating and a woman heavily drinks, her life is probably a wreck. And it says right here, heavy drinking can lead to increased risk of health problems, such as liver disease, brain damage, and breast cancer. Remember, women are more likely as men. Here it is again. They're playing the victim. Okay, if you're going to play the victim, I got to take away adult responsibility from you, right? Absolutely. Women are as likely as men to recover from alcohol dependency, but women may have more difficulty gaining access to treatment. What? Oh, they have difficulty gaining access to treatment? Why is that? They won't admit they're an alcoholic. Uh-oh, we got a whole bunch of shit. Women who drink more than light to moderate amounts of alcohol, which is more than seven drinks a week, are at, incre are at increased risk of car accidents. <laughs> Look, I ain't saying this shit. And other traumatic events, cancer, hypertension, stroke, and guess what? Self-deletion. In addition, drinking at an elevated rate increases the likelihood that a woman will go on to abuse and become dependent on alcohol. Man, y'all getting this. Y'all getting this. I'm trying to help y'all. I'm trying to help y'all avoid traps out here. Women and prescription drugs. One in four women take mental health meds. One in four. One in four. It says right here. There's the buzzword again. Antidepressants. Who, who objects to what I'm presenting today? Because I know you're here. Who objects? Who thinks I'm just selectively selecting things? I, I want to know. I, I want to know. I'm not trying to hear to make women look bad. I'm trying to warn men. I'm trying to warn men of this crisis.
that you want me to pay attention to. But when I start filet mignoning y'all ass and putting y'all ass on the grill with barbecue and barbecue in there. frying your ass with fresh hot grease, y'all don't want me to pay attention to it. Mm. Who objects? Let's go right now because I'm still cooking with hot grease. I got the data right here. <laughs> there could be, there could, we, we cover in fresh hot grease on y'all asses. We cooking everything in here. This information is key. If you want me to pay attention to it, if you want me to find out why people having mental health crises, we need to talk about it. Are we talking about it? Fresh hot barbecue in here. It's barbecue in there. We got women in here saying all facts. We kicking it to y'all right now. People saying I object. Oh, you can object your ass. <laughs> here it is. Cooking. All right, let's continue. This cook we roasting on the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Antidepressant use is high among who? Right there. Not men. Mm. Women. Up 29% since 2001, the report shows. And anti-anxiety meds are used by women almost twice the rate seen among men. In 2010, 11% of middle-aged women, this is an older argument, older uh, uh, fact sheet here. Okay. Let me see here. Let's see here. One in four women are on antidepressants and women are using at least prescribe these medications at higher rate than men. Any idea why this is happening? I would love to know, but there will tell you right here. Anti-anxiety more than twice the rate. Is there a relationship between, between the increase in female antidepressant use and the increase in anti-anxiety use? ADHD. Typically we think boys be, are being more affected by ADHD, but their gender shift in, in the use of ADHD medication in adulthood, into adulthood. Mm. Come on, man. Oh, we got we got more we got more for y'all. Let's go to this before I give you the statistics of the therapist. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you. Oh, uh, we're not gonna get there yet. We're not gonna get there yet. Where? Oh, here it is, right here. We also are living in the what? The digital sexual revolution. We're living in high rates of promiscuity. We're living in high rates of drug use, high rates of low self-esteem. Yes, I say high rates of low self-esteem, mental health crises. We also have casual sex off the roof. We also have women selling themselves. We know this. Instagram, seeking. They're doing it right in front of your faces. Everybody thinks this is cool until we realize that the rise in mental health in women could be closely associated with the high rise of casual sex. See, people don't want to talk about this shit. People don't want to talk about it. People think they just bone each other and there will be no consequences. But all of a sudden, you're boning all these men and then want me to stop the train when you bring up depression and anxiety. Oh, I'm sorry, 304. Seems like that's catching up to you, isn't it? And it catches up to men as well. We can no longer hide this. It just doesn't catch up as much to men. But that seems to be a connection. Isn't that curious? We have a high rate of women saying body count doesn't matter. Also, high rate of people dealing with mental health issues. Mm. Huh? I'm supposed to just not connect these two. Not only that, young women are exposed to pornography. Young men exposed to pornography at younger ages. We're supposed to act like this ain't mattering. 
the amount of women stripping and walking around nearly nude and being assaulted or harassed or all the way down to young teenage girls. We're supposed to act like this is not affecting everybody else. Oh, man. How casual effect can affect our mental health. How, I'm sorry. How casual sex can affect our mental health. We finally are learning what hookup do hookups do to our psyche for better or for worse. And I'll read through it. For men and women, sex with a casual stranger uh, bodes poorly for mental health and self-esteem. Here it is, guys. It's right here. It's right here. And it says for men and women. What about for the men who ain't getting any? Sure, they're going to experience some self-esteem issues as well. Oh, this ain't good. Research shows those who were not depressed before more. Uh, sorry, I'll read it again. I'm bad at reading. Apologies. Research shows that those who were not depressed before had more depressive symptoms and loneliness after engaging in casual sex. I'm going to read it again. There it is right there. But I have depression. Sound like you're a skeezer. I'm lonely. And you keep being out here on Tinder getting throttled. And then you want to act like you're depressed. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you. Put the peace leave away. Research shows those who were not depressed before had more depressive symptoms and loneliness after engaging in casual sex. Yes, you on Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. Yes, you. Yes, that's you. Hold up for a second. Let's give it to you. And that's you. But, yep, I get it for free as well. You also get that depression for free. More women than men are willing to report that they had casual sex in the last month. Oh, yeah. Oh, women ain't going to admit it. Women ain't going to admit it. It's right here. Hookup culture, and this is from the Kensington Institute and also the Binghamton University up in northern New York. Hookup cultures are part of the popular cultural shift, 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 shift that has infiltrated the lives of emerging adults throughout the westernized world. And yet hookup culture poses a significant threat to the physical and psychological health of these young adults. Let's go back. Remember they said young women are experiencing more depressive symptoms? Could it be that they out here put in that box out in these streets? In these streets? Nobody wants to ask them no questions. And also, you can't ask the question because it says right here, women are less likely to report that they're having casual sex. Let the choir be heard here. There it is. Guys, you're seeing the connections. I'm drawing the connections. Oh, yeah. People don't want this. They don't want me to talk about it, but I'm talking about it. Uh-oh. I got another one. And yes, it's an abstract. Oh, yes. It's from a published medical uh, journal. And it's here on the National Library of Medicine. So I'm not just bringing bullshit here. The relationship between what? Multiple sex partners and anxiety, depression, and what? Substance dependency disorder. A cohort study. Uh-oh. So there's consequences to multiple sex partners. So if a person's coming up around anxiety, depression, that's why I say it's a symptom. Now, I'm not a medical profession. Professional. I'm not. I don't need a useless degree or an APA endorsement or any of these useless letters and numbers that they put on here. I'm kicking the real in the spirit of Elijah and talking about the spirit of Lilith and the Jezebel that people promote. And then all of a sudden they leave you out here hanging. Why are you depressed? I need a reason. 
or I'm going to hold you accountable for your actions. You can't just say I'm depressed. You got to find out why. There's got to be a reason. Okay, I'm sick. Why did I get sick? Why? And then I probably can trace it back to that juice box you have out here doling out. I probably could chase it back to pornography. Your lifestyle choices. That you don't want people to call you out. There's the data right there. It says it right here. And I'll read just so you can see. And there's a portion down here that I was going to read from. It has a lot of numbers. Okay, it has a lot of numbers in all this shit. The study investigates the effects of multiple heterosexual partners on mental health, specifically whether high numbers of partners were linked to later anxiety, depression, and substance dependency. What is that, CGA? What is substance dependency? I'm glad you asked. Okay. Um, oh, right here. A substance use disorder is a mental disorder. We're talking about some very unhealthy people that affects a person's brain and behavior, leading to a person's inability to control their use of substances such as legal, legal, legal or illegal drugs, alcohol and or medications prescribed from who? I want to know from who they're getting these legal drugs and medications from. And that's you. They can't control their use of the substances, alcohol, drugs, illegal, legal, prescriptions, ADHD. Bruh, it's right here. It's right here for y'all. And they breaking it down right here. Multiple sex partners can potentially lead to substance dependency. Y'all getting some game today, bruh. Y'all didn't realize it was going to be this heavy. And do me a favor, hit the like button. And they're asking the relationship between number of sex partners uh, over three age periods. And they're going to investigate junior college, women 21 to 25 and 26 to 32. And the diagnosis of anxiety, depression and substance dependency disorder at age 21, 26 and 32, respect, 32 respectively. We're examining using logistic regression. It says right here. And it says adjustments were made for prior mental health status. There was no significant association between number of sex partner and later anxiety and depression. However, increasing numbers of sex partners were associated with increasing risk of substance dependency disorder at all three ages, 21, 26, and 32. And that's you. Watch this. The associations were stronger for who? Women. And remained after adjusting for prior disorders. Whoops. The study established a strong association between the number of sex partners and later substance disorders especially for who women which persistent which persisted beyond prior substance use and mental health problems more generally the reason for this association deserves investigation
21, 26, and 32. Let's continue. I still have more. I still got more. No, man. Y'all like, wow. Wow. Is there a price to pay for promiscuity? Why does body count matter? Men do it. Uh-oh. The short answer is yes. Can promiscuity threaten your longevity? The short answer is yes. Having a large number of sexual partners have been linked to poor sexual health and decreased longevity. The more sexual partners you have, the greater risk for STDs and uh, other life-threatening conditions like prostate cancer, cervical cancer, and oral cancer. Going down. Uh, there's another place right here. Going down. How, prom how, how promiscuity affects um, emotional health. One myth about promiscuity is that most men have more sexual partners than women. Uh, the study showed that by age 44, the average man has about seven partners, the average woman four, and about 33% of men and 9% of women report having more than 10 partners in a lifetime. Please, that's a calendar year for most people now. That's a calendar year. Here it is right here. And that risk extends to your emotional health, not only your physical health, but your emotional health. The impact of these high-risk behaviors on one's emotional health includes making dangerous choices that lead to more and more risk. This cycle can lead to problems with self-concept, ineffective relationships, and even what? There it is again, depression. What? There we go again with the ineffective, toxic relationships and depression. Here we go again. I'm depressed. Okay, why? And I'm going to tell you why, more likely. In these streets. Uh-oh. <laughs> what else? Somebody's saying this is outdated. Yeah, because the liberals are now doing the data now. Here we go. With depression, the door swings both ways. Promiscuity may actually be symptoms of depression. <laughs> so if somebody says depression may actually be a symptom, promiscuity may be a symptom. And obviously, having multiple sexual partners make it difficult to sustain a healthy relationship. Okay, so when people say you can't pair a bond, you can't pair a bond if you have multiple sexual partners, and it says obviously, you can't. Having multiple sexual partners make it difficult to sustain a healthy relationship. Obviously. Right there. It's obvious. No, it's not preconceived. No, it's not misogyny. No, it's not. It's obvious. It's obvious. Despite the emphasis that society puts on sexuality, the best emotional, physical, and sexual health can be found in long-term relationships. Guess what? That's declining. If you find yourself jumping from relationship to relationship, you should consider the price you could be paying in both sexual health and longevity. Uh-oh. We're cracking the code here. Cracking the code. Your sex life says something about your mental health. Your sex life says something about your mental health, which I will say dating coaches, 
they're sick and disturbed. I told you they were sick and disturbed a long time ago. Let's get down to the statistics here. We're getting closer to closing here. Okay, getting closer to closing. Thank you for your patience. I had to, I, I can't stop the grease fire. We're cooking. We're cooking. We're going to get down to the data here. What's the data? What data are you talking about? Therapy, counseling. Why don't, why? Uh, we already discerned that more women are putting themselves in this situation. And not only that, they're encouraging men to seek this out. Men, you guys need help too, and they'll shame you. Oh, there's no shame in getting help. And no, there is no shame in getting help. Sometimes men have the onus of producing, so they don't have time to get the help. They got to push through it. Jason Lee is an example of that. Even with this bipolar mother, he said, I didn't have time to deal with her. I'm glad she's dead because I can keep being on fire out here, physically and literally. So we got now people telling men, go into therapy. But there's a problem here. There's a real big problem that needs to be fixed before men get in there. Number one. Statistics by race. Black men need to go to therapy, but there's a significant problem. What's the therapist by race? First, 76% of therapists are white. I'm going to tell you this right now. I ain't going to no white therapist. Just to let you know. Not going. I'm, that's not, he's not, he not qualified. And yes, I'm being racist. I am not sitting across from no white therapist, period. But I'm going to say that because I want somebody that can relate to me. I need somebody that can relate to me from up and down. And just because you're black don't mean I'm selecting you either. Just because you're black does not mean I'm selecting you. Okay? Asian, 10%. Hispanic, 6%. Black, 4%. Unknown, 2%. I don't know what that means. Is that reading rainbow? I have no idea. I, I would assume the number is high. Okay. Now, interesting enough, those numbers are high. You want to hear an interesting number? This is even more interesting. 75%, three out of four therapists are what? Women. Now, I'm going to be a little misogynist. I'm going to tell you what. I am not sitting across from no white woman, okay? Unless there's 10 toes up on the line. Not for no therapy. I ain't doing it. Yes, I can do that. It's my life. It's my own racism. It's my own gender selection. I ain't doing it. We got three. Look, this industry, this industry is highly geared Women seem to be highly attached to getting these certifications in these degree to come out and help the growing number of women that we've already established by media and, and medical information, the growing number of women that need this. What do you, where's my solution? How am I going to be helped by the three out of four white females? That's going, what are you going to do to help me? Nothing, nothing. I'm probably already ahead of you in life. What, what, what are you doing here? I don't care what you learned at Cal Berserkly. There ain't nothing you can do to really understand me. So a lot of times you men are in marriages and they drag you black men to some white female therapist. Ma'am, you can't help me at all. You are from the synagogue of Satan himself. All right. You are in the spirit of Lilith and you worship at the, uh, the altar of Baal. In my opinion, at this particular point, you're a disgrace. There's nothing you can tell me in life. 
What can you tell me? What can you tell me? You probably a feminist. <laughs> like you, like, come on, man. You committed to the occult of the, uh, the APA, please. I'm just telling me, what do you can tell me, man? But what, what are you going to tell me? There ain't shit that you can tell me. You ain't been, you ain't rode a motorcycle before. Please, bruh. You never risk nothing. You're probably in debt. Charlatan at best. Bring out your damn credit report. <laughs> man, come on, man. Look, I'm just being honest here. I'm being honest. So now we have a problem. We got a problem. I want men to seek solutions. I want you to go find somebody that can help you. Yeah, they probably smoke weed. Are you on prescription meds? Highly likely. I can show you the data on that. A lot of them need therapy, and the reason why is because they're dealing with people who are sick. And yes, you do need help when you're dealing with people with issues. So I don't penalize them for that. But you're probably on drugs too. And are you sober when I'm talking to you? That's going to be a fat nope. nope five out of ten times. I only want to talk to sober people. Do you drink alcohol? Do you do drugs? Are you on legal or illegal drugs? We've established that people are highly likely on that. Are you promiscuous? Promiscuous. Come on, man. <laughs> do you drink alcohol? Yes. No, man, I'm out of here, bro. Get me out of here, man. I don't want no parts of this shit. Hey, by the way, if somebody if somebody brings you in for some counseling or therapy, you better don't answer the questions. If you put 100 questions in front of me, I'm going to toss them damn questions out of here. I ain't answering shit. What I'm going to do is ask you the questions. I'm going to ask you the questions. You ain't going to tell me about me. I'm going to tell you about you. You ain't going to tell nothing about me. What Can you answer these 100 questions? Them papers going to fly across the room or whatever that tablet or iPad. Boom, clear across the room. So you therapists better get ready for me. If you if you ever have me in there, I ain't answering shit. What I'm going to do is ask you 100 questions. <laughs> and you know what's going to happen. By the time I get to question number 10, they're going to want to dismiss me from the meeting. They're going to be like. <laughs> which tells you if they're not willing to answer 10 of your questions for one hour. Why would you answer theirs? Nah, you ain't going to ask me no questions. I ask the questions up front. We're going to spend one hour and I'm going to fire questions at you. Do, are you a Satan worshiper? <laughs> do you worship Satan? Yes, you do. Okay, yes. Okay, next question. Are you a liberal? Okay, boom. We got that down. You already lost me as a client, but we'll continue to ask. <laughs> Lay your ass down on the couch. See, what you're doing is you're giving them the answers and how to strategically train people to uh, manipulate you into believing you might have a problem. How many times have you answered 100 questions and they said, oh, you don't belong here. You're healthy. You're good. Leave. Never. 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 They're going to be like, oh, we got something for you. You figure it out. And yes, I'm a narcissist. Yes. So now take that off the table. What else you got? <laughs> yep and now answer my questions have you been in an orgy in the last six months that's a yes well. <laughs> did you sleep with your college professor uh oh you in trouble 
man, please. I've worked with you people before. I know you. I know it. So I'm asking the questions. You ain't answering. You ain't asking me shit. All right. Let me tell you that right now. All the therapists skedaddling now. <laughs> they skedaddling. Yep. How did you pay rent last month? In money, credit, or peace leave? Do you still have college debt? You automatically disqualified if you got college debt. Yes, you. Yes, you. You automatically disqualify from helping and me. That's you. <laughs> all right. Tell me what this image is. All right. Tell me what this means right here. All right. Tell me what this means. All right. Let's see it here. Interpret this image right here. <laughs> we cracking the code. Cracking the code. But look, they, they want to act like they're hoping you. No, let me help you. Let me help you. <laughs> Where are we at? Check this out. Let's go back to the data. All right, we almost at the three-hour mark. Look, 24% are men. Dude, this is an imbalance. Where's the racial, where's the gender pay gap on this shit? Where's the pay gap on this? Where's the, where's the we need more male therapists? We'll get to that in a minute. 4% black, y'all got a problem in y'all feel right now. 4% black, man, please. And you want black men to do what? I'm just going to assume the three, the 4% of black therapists, I guarantee you we looking at 80% black female. We looking at 80% black female for certain out of this 4%. I'm going to venture to say one out of 100. No, 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 three. I don't know. We're looking at three out of 100 are black. Now we probably looking at one out of 100 are black men. And you want black men to do what? You want black men to do what? Go to the what? <laughs> the fuck? You want me to go to the M8 MK Ultra Mind Control Institute of Cal Berserkly to do what? And learn what? I don't think so. I think not. That's not what I'm going to do. That's not going to get me in the door. Uh-oh, 12% are what? 12% are what? There you go right there. 12%? Shit, that's low in my opinion. Wait a minute, what is this? Women earn 94% of what the men earn. So even the small percentage of men out here making more money than the 75% of the female therapists. You cannot make this shit up. Man, you can't make this shit up. There's still a gender pay gap, bro. Oh, my goodness. This is, this is. Oh, the humanity. They can't even get their pay scale right, and they want me to join in. All right, hold on for a second. You better bring me a black man over age 40. That's going to be the start of it, and he cannot be, he cannot be earning less than the women, and if he's over here, butterflies in the sky, he automatically disqualified. I mean, Jesus Christ. Can you get me some representation in here? What? All right, let's give you some more right here. Why men usually end up with female therapists. Ay, ay, ay. Fatherly. Hey, look, if you go to a, it, listen, why they, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Right here. Like, they, they have no choice. They have no choice. I don't even have to read the article. You got no choice. Number one. Number two, you're least likely to go and tell men your problems. It's a problem. 
It's a problem with men. You're not going to go tell your friends problems. I mean, uh, tell men your problems. Men seek help from female therapists as a result of economic factors they're not entirely aware of. Their industry has holes and problems in it. Okay, it's not the end all be all. I will suggest it for people who do what? Who need help? You got here men who've been in who've had abusive relationships with father figures in the past and they have a traumatic history make it more difficult to trust a man in the role. Not I. I got a great relationship with my father. I need a black man to show up. <laughs> no. I ain't going. No, I don't care. And by the way, that black man going to get 100 questions. Uh, here it is, last one, and then we'll get to the Super Chats. Opinion. Black men too often resist therapy and shy away from mental health careers. So not only do they resist going to get help, they're also shying away from the career altogether, and this is an opinion piece. Okay? We must find ways to fix both supply and demand, starting with making therapy feel normal in college, a.k.a. indoctrination, if you will. New, 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 new world But order. neither here nor there. I think... Men could find this useful, black men for sure. However, they have a situation they need to fix, and it's right here. Okay? It's right here. Wait a minute. What is going on here? They need to fix these numbers, and they need to make it more attractive for black men to go into the field. If you don't have men, black men in the field, you're going to have less likely black men show up and seek the help. That's that. So never shame men, black men specifically, for not going when there's no people in there that can understand who that guy is enough to deal with his upbringing. Period. You got to fix it. And, yes, there are some people that might say, well, you're being short-sighted by not going to a woman and a white woman. They could probably help you. They probably can. However, that's not how I'm going into this shit. Okay. I need representation. I need to make sure I do the 100 questions and she gives me or he gives me the 100 answers before they try to do what? Offer me anything. But by the way, with everything I presented today, it is not the men that obviously are there catering to the services. It is the women that they're doing it. And everything that I presented, and if you will, if you do have time, I'll Google men's issues that they have to deal with related to uh, mental health issues. I'll gladly do it if you felt this was one-sided. But everything I presented to you showed extensively that is the women have the need. It is not the men. It is the woman that has the need. Am I wrong or not? I'll do it another day. I'll get to the super chats. It is the women that are more exposed to these things hormonally, chemically, behaviorally, and so forth and so on. The men are out here Seem to be doing fine. All right. Not all of us. Not all of us. Hey, man, let's do the Super Chats and we'll get out of here. We got original Coach Gang member. Shout out to Sandman, Howard Dare, Big John, and Tom Likas from back in my earlier MGTOW days in 2015. Remember where we came from? Look up Sandman Brothers. Thank you, sir. Also, you if you look at obesity itself, which I track to people having depression, are men more likely to be obese? Like, it's, it's kind of a toss-up. If men are in shape, they're exercising, they're getting that there is a prescription that they're finding solutions in, right? Other people aren't finding solutions in that. Henry, so if I say, ladies, you should go to the gym and you refuse to do it, 
And you think I'm bad by me saying, no, I'm not going to therapy. I'll go to the gym. And you won't even go to the gym, but you'll go to therapy. Hey, sounds like we found our solutions. Why do I have to do what works for you when you won't even do what works for yourself or what works for me? Y'all refuse to go to the gym unless you can go out there and entrap some dude with your sexy pants. That's my point. You just want to throw me in a room. Well, you're choosing to go in a room. I choose to go to the gym. The place where you refuse to go to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nah, don't tell me. Don't don't get me in a room straight jacketed up. When I'm going over there, I'm getting exercise. I'm getting my endorphins kicked. I got the hormones going crazy. I'm getting what I want. Right? Y'all won't even take y'all ass to the gym. Look, before you go to therapy, go to the gym. And then while you're in therapy, meet me at the gym. Meet me outside running. Meet me outside getting exercise. Meet me outside on a hike. No, you ain't going to do it. You ain't going to do it. So, Chill with the bullshit trying to throw me in a room that you need to be in more likely than men. Men seem to be doing all right out here until you show up at the gym recording us. <laughs> but you overweight and then now you are in the room talking to somebody. Well, I'm not overweight. I'm over the weight that I need to be, but I'm not overweight. Anyway. Where are we at? Look, man, it ain't just no one-sided shit. You can't just bring me to your dark side. You need to come to the gym. Cash me outside. I'm, I got to go to work and the gym. Where are we at? <laughs> Henry Resilient, anytime I use your talking points, I give you credit. Appreciate you, sir. Nate Bit <laughs> uh, says, Coach, you should uh, do a show on the father of all of this ish, postmodernism. It's the original My True Philosophy. If God is dead, all is permissible. Postmodernism. Thank you, brother. Brown 310 is here. All right. Anonymous says, was friends with a girl with so uh, schizo, schizo affective disorder. She moved to Rhode Island, married a man for his money, got him, stabbed him, and was sent to a psycho ward for six months. Mm. All right. Loxley says, I just made a video about bipolar or sorry, person borderline personality disorder at my job. LOL. Why do women have so many problems? Dude, there's there's some things that we can blame them directly for, but also they live a different life than us where they're sexualized very early, sometimes harmed and touched very much assault. I mean, they got different set of uh, things that they deal with that we might not experience until later in life. And they got to carry that baggage all the way into their early adulthood and so forth and so on. They also are more likely to be, have self-esteem issues, more likely to be promiscuous early in age and hide it. More, they got some issues. They got issues that we don't deal with. So I don't deal with it, but don't throw me in the room with you. You need to deal with it. Mm. All right. Shout out to unknown, known unknown. Let's go. For uh, the mortal thoughts, let's go from the mortal thoughts, cast away the burdens of man, and put off now the weak nature. Scriptures here. Vincent Dean, the more clothes they take off, the more depressed they are. Have you noticed that? He says they get naked and call it confidence. Price is wrong. Dude, it's not confidence. It's screaming out for help. It's screaming out for help when they do that. Okay. Derek G says he's not happy, coach. Indeed. There you go. She's just not happy. 
right? She's not happy because she's just not happy. Happy Valentine's Day to uh, Deontay, Hafiz, or Hagiz, Matt Walsh, and the servant leader gang. There's barbecue out here. We fillet There's barbecue in there. All right, Abel returns to Eden, my dear coach. He says, hmm, sound like a call for monk mode, gentlemen. Respect XX is like a gazelle respects a lion on the Serengeti. Any questions? By the way, based on the data, how, how likely is it to, as you get older, how likely is it to meet someone as a woman you're dating that has postpartum, bipolar, borderline, mental health? I mean, I'm guaranteeing you one out of two people you meet got it. Shout out to Cali West Miami. Reading Rainbow was a mental health disorder, but it was removed from the diagnostic and statistic manuals of mental disorders by the you-know-who. Well, listen, listen. New, 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 new world Hey, order. look, until y'all figure that shit out, don't invite me to the party, all right? I ain't there, dude. And, got, and by the way, I've worked on college campuses for some umpteenth years, and trust me, I've been to the psychology department. The people over there are bizarre just to understate it, I'm not trying to say all of them. It's a bizarre uh, building to begin with. <laughs> as soon as you walk in the building, them people bizarre as hell. So I damn for sure know some of y'all be coming out here berserkly to begin with, but that's just a stereotype. Mm. Have you ever been to the psychology department at a university? They ain't doing no normal shit over there. They be asking some interesting questions. All right, I'm tired of y'all Tiva Sandal wearing corduroy jean and your little tight-ass Old Navy T-shirt, sweatshirt. I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> I've been over there. I've talked to psychology teachers and professors. I'd be like, as soon as I leave the conversation, I'd be like, man, that was weird. Did you have? <laughs> they be having orgies and whatnot, man, please. Talking about phallic symbols and... um the Oedipus complex and all of these things. By the way, they dismissed all of these teachings, by the way. They dismissed all of these teachings because it came from a man, Sigmund Freud, who might have been Bizarro World himself. But now they didn't dismissed all his science and now they made all their own shit up. The psychologist people are going nuts right now. They're <laughs> going nuts listening to this. All right, speaking my mind, today's word, Gordita, in the letter Q, brought... To you by Coach's Work Network. All right. Thank you, brother. I got to get over here. Okay. By the way, yes, you guys can go check it out yourself. Oh, man, we are cooking with hot grease today, man. And it was fun, but I brought the data. Uh, we'll do another show on what men suffer from. All right. We'll do another show if you think that, that I was one-sided. El Jefe, in honor of my ex-girlfriend who broke up with me on Valentine's Day in 2018, it was a blessing in disguise. I was able to focus on my grind and become rich. I bet she regrets it now. Success is the best revenge, my brother CGA, for life. All right, we got my man Rizzo. Coach, I almost married a chick with BPD, and this is borderline personality disorder. Found out towards the end of the relationship uh, about her horrible childhood. Mom was a heroin addict. And that she was on meds. Who? The, the girl or the mom? And C-19 brought out all of this misery that could have potentially ruined my life. Be aware, fellas. Be aware. Shout out to no government name. Thank you so much for today's stream. The girl who red-pilled me. Um, 
had several of the BPD signs, migraines, and strange life decisions. I felt like I dodged such a bullet. A big one, too. Also, so many 304s reaching out to me on the same Valentine's Day massacre. He says, enjoy the free agent lifestyle, gentlemen. Thank you, man. And we're going to finish up with Cash App and PayPal. Thanks for being patient. We got, did I get Lamont? I got you just paying my tuition. Deshaun Rose says, sent $5 in Cash App, coach, but never showed. So $5 more. Thank you, sir. Mr. Barkley goes, Jay, I'm a free agent with John Cena contract for life. Although John Cena's out here dressing like a woman, maybe for a movie role. That means he's bit the bait. New, 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 new world order. Coach Jay, blessings, coach. I should have become a therapist. You would be employed here, but don't have sex with your clientele. All right, Juan says you regulated all imbalance. You regulate all imbalances by living healthy lifestyles, but that's never the prescription. I often find that sleep, eat, and lifestyle workout can solve a lot of problems. But I'm not a therapist. I'm only a professional trainer. Okay, and I don't have a job. All right, so we got Newski closing it out here. Thank you, sir. Newski says. I think we don't talk about the food and mood correlation enough. Here we go. He says, what we eat controls how we think and act. Reasons why companies spend billions on ads to get you addicted. It all messes with your brain. I noticed a lot of these depressed people rarely eat fruits and veggies. Eating all this stressed out meat like chicken, beef, and we got chest, uh, Cheetos. And drinking water from plastic messes with Women's hormones. They call they call crazy women chicken heads because that's what they are acting like and eating. You are what you eat. Uh-oh. You are what you eat. They've been saying that since you were alive. You are what you eat. Go back to your diet. You eating top ramen noodles. You're probably not getting your nutritional value and you're not getting your brain health. Guys, it's all connected. You eating Cheetos and 7-Eleven food, 7-Eleven hot dog, and then you wondering why you depressed. Well, the animal that got killed and lost his life was depressed in them cages as well. Yes. Yes, the animals were depressed too. They was about to, they knew they were growing to lose their life and pumped on, on hormones and all that shit. Every t- it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But no, nobody wants to talk about that. No, 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 that ain't it. Newski says you can't say you don't trust the farm companies, but you trust doctors because the doctors are the only way you get pharmaceuticals legally. So they are one and the same. No therapist asks you about your diet. Maybe they do in their 100 questions. They just go straight to prescribing you head meds. That may not be entirely true, but do they say, you know what? Go see a personal trainer. Go see a nutritionist. I don't know. Are they prescribing that as a first way out? Do they say, turn your phone off at 9 o'clock. Make sure you turn off your phone at 9 o'clock. No blue screen. No text messages. Do they say, stop dating? Do they say, take a break from your relationship? Like, these are all things that people should be saying. I don't know if they say it or not. But he says, I don't trust none of these people. I'm in charge of my own health and mood. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. I think... um, I think drug pushers come in all forms. 
I also think that you can benefit from talking to someone. You can benefit from, I'm, I'm in the middle here. I'm not saying this because people do hate us talking about that particular team thing. But I do come from a position where I counsel people as a therapist, pseudotherapist, as a fitness instructor. And most of the sessions were more therapeutic than they were physical. Most people found that once they start increasing their physical behavior, their mood changed. Their mood changed. And then all of a sudden they start eating right, their mood and their body changed. As soon as they start getting to sleep and eating right and stop fornicating, their, their mood changed fast. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know it's not the end-all be-all, but I would love to know if those are the prescriptions first. If those aren't the prescriptions first, I can't value that person's opinion. I'm going to go, nah, F all that. you just trying to make me a client. And some of you are not only the client, you're the owner. Mm. All right, where are we at? If you're not counting what I eat, measuring things, talking about how much junk food I eat, do I do illicit drugs? I'm pretty sure they ask these things. I'm pretty sure they ask. But go talk to somebody that you trust. Superman, I forgot today, was St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Guess I got to go get some therapy. <laughs> some of you guys are fans of football teams that suck. You need therapy. So that too. All right, so that's a problem too. Some of you guys, year in and year out, chilling for cheering for losing teams. That could get you a mental problem. <laughs> yeah. Some of you guys cheering for the Raiders. Cheering for the damn um, Jaguars and the teams that ain't going to do shit and they ain't never did shit. Cheering for the Knicks. Yeah, you need some therapy. All right, so on the men's side, chilling for the Redskins. <laughs> the Jets, the Browns, the Broncos. Yeah, y'all need some therapy, bro. Men, we need to go to therapy for cheering for these sorry-ass football teams year in and year out. The Cowboys. Oh, if you are a Cowboys fan, you need therapy. <laughs> you definitely need therapy if you cheer for the Dallas Cowboys. That's a, almost a guaranteed slam dunk. You going at there. You, you cheer for the, hey, the Washington Redskins. You going. The Jets, the Giants. You, the Giants. You gone. The Raiders. Nick, the Knicks fans definitely need therapy. I mean, who cheers for the Knicks, bro? All right, anyway. <laughs> I'm going to be a Knicks fan. That got to be the, wow, holy shit, man. Yeah, you need therapy. So on the men's side, we definitely need therapy. And it's mostly based on cheering for these whack-ass football teams that don't do nothing for us. <laughs> the Chargers, you know who needs therapy? Charger fans. Charger fans. Oh, Buffalo Bills, too. Y'all need, have y'all ever won a Super Bowl? Nope. Y'all ain't won one Super Bowl yet. And y'all out there slamming yourselves on the table. San Diego Charger fans, please. We need to get in here. We need therapy for football teams. All right, shout out to the Coach Gang. Appreciate y'all with the support. Let me check the Super Chats. We got them all. And uh, go get help, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we need to do. And be careful when you select them. All right, out here. And we out of here, Pete. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in. 
And that's it. Input the PIN number and boom, money just comes right out.